scared. Where are prepared? Oh, God, I'm breathing. Oh, shit, it's Kayla. Oh, no. Shit, guys. Ah, uh, shit, guys. Holy Toledo, it's where the hell am soup. I? It's horror soup. It's horror soup, guys. Guys, I forgot where I am again. <laughs> oh, God. Caleb, Caleb never knows where he is. Oh, Let's God. be honest. Hello. <laughs> Hello, soup. Hello, soup. Uh, <laughs> what's up, guys? Do you hey, guys, guys, um, one question. Do you guys like soup of the horror variety? Can you stop you asking like these, that? Can you stop asking these questions? No, I will never. All right, guys, you've been waiting for this episode forever. You guys keep fucking messaging me about it. You haven't stopped no. fucking messaging me about even, it. Even people even, message me about this. Even dude, when like... the movie wasn't even fucking out and I couldn't fucking watch it everywhere, you guys kept <laughs> fucking irritating me and bugging me like, "Hey, can you guys cover this movie? Can you guys, can you please cover Midsummer? <laughs> Fuck you! We're fucking covering it. You know right? what? I I actually watched I this bought movie. It. I spent I, 20 bucks to cover it, you dicks. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I watched this movie, actually, in theaters, like, right when it came out. I, I think didn't. It was the, it was the mid- kept shitting on me. I think I went into the movies at 9. It was technically, like, the premiere for it. And, like, by oh, the nice. time I got out, it was, like, 1 a.m. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even see it. And everyone kept shitting on me, like, go cover it. I'm like, I haven't even fucking seen it. They're like, cover it. You fucking cover assholes. It. Dude, like, dude, so many of Miguel's friends oh my are like, God. when are you going to cover Midsummer? When are you guys going to do Midsummer? And I'm just like, dude, it's coming. Yeah, just- no. Everyone has, everyone's been yelling at me for fucking ever. <laughs> like, please. I, leave me alone. I'm two persons. Caleb, Jesus. You should have seen it in theaters, honestly. Oh, I really should have, but I never did. But you know, I had a great time watching it the other way. I watched it you very yeah. drunk and stoned on my couch. And I was with Roland, and we were just like, oh, oh. It's fucking cool. It's a, it's a really good. It's a fucking. It's a great time, you guys. It's if you guys really aren't familiar with Midsummer, it was directed by Ari Aster. He was known previously for Hereditary. Uh, now he's not known for it because it sucks. Um, uh, he was wrong. born in New York, New York, in 1986. His father was a musician, and his monster was a poet. His he monster. graduated from American Film Institute. As of now, he has released five short-length films. Hereditary, which we previously covered, and Midsummer. If you want to listen to me shit all over Hereditary, you can go a few episodes back. How long ago was that? That feels like a while ago, actually. It feels like a while ago. It was like a month and a half or two but, months ago. God, well, I, I will never, October. I will never not love Hereditary. That movie, oh. that movie's fucking great in my eyes. Uh, rules is rules. And uh, we got a little synopsis for this. Um, a couple travel to Sweden to visit their friend's rural hometown for his fabled midsummer festival. But what begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the mm-hmm. hands of a pagan cult. We have a little. Um, oh fuck! So we're gonna do like a little like spoiler-free review because this movie is it's 2019 and it's fucking it's, good. Is it? It, it is 2019. Yeah, it's 2019. Yeah, it's surprising, wow. right? Yeah. yeah. It feels like it was forever ago, but... It, it really does, but... but... yeah, this movie just came out this year, and honestly, like, it's... It's fucking good. Like, I... This is one of the episodes... Also, a little disclaimer, uh, Ash told me recently that she doesn't listen to some episodes if she hasn't watched the movie because Bree tells us... Tells you guys oh my not God. to. Okay. We should probably, uh, tell you guys, that's not how we feel. It's just kind of like, you know, if you feel like, uh, you're gonna bitch about <laughs> listening to an episode where we spoil stuff and you haven't watched the movie, then go watch the movie. But you, Ash, okay. Ash, keep listening. Calm down, buddy. Okay. <laughs> You guys All should right, probably know that I am never... And also, never... we're not being serious about anything. Exactly. That was just... <laughs> I was just about to say that. Like, I am never fucking serious about anything that I fucking say. Like, well, well, sometimes, but, like, you can... I have never I, been I, serious I about anything say, I've ever said in my life. I shouldn't if say... I have to explain that, you get... Ash, come on. <laughs> I shouldn't say that I'm never serious about anything, because there are some points where, like, the certain people know where I'm serious about some things, but, like... 
if you want to listen to the episode and you haven't seen the movie and you want to spoil it and then bitch about spoilers, then that's on fucking you. Yeah, like, that's on you. I'm going to block you. It's on you. Like, if you do that, I'm going to block you. <laughs> if you if you listen and you don't mind being spoiled and you go with it, that's fine. You're yeah, not going to get you mad know what? at you. Like, I'm not going to get mad. I'm just going to like probably laugh at you. Like, <laughs> like I, why but- would you listen to this? We're talking about the movie. Like, I, well, see, now like, you're going too far again because personally, I listen to podcasts all the time if I don't watch the movie. I don't need to watch a movie to listen to a podcast about it. Well, no, you're right. Like At all. At all. Well, Most no, of the time, honestly, I like, prefer listening to a podcast before I watch a movie, honestly. I don't. I don't because that it, it might conflict my view of the movie and I, I really want like an honest raw opinion from myself yeah but also sometimes we talk about butt crack so do you really need to watch butt crack before you listen Uh, to a podcast on it you don't but how long has it been since we've talked about a movie like butt crack uh we talked about 13 ghosts last week that was nothing like butt crack (laughs) right it was much worse no it was nothing like (laughs) right it was much worse no it was much much worse (laughs) there was no cool songs there was no fucking butt cracks there was fucking shaloobs all right. Well, this is uh, this is pure uh, your opinion pure fact. on these movies. Yeah, pure fact. No, I know it's what you're talking not. About. It's not fact whatsoever. But okay, right. moving so, on. So yeah. Anyway, that's that's just what we had to say. So we are going to do a spoiler review, uh, spoiler free review for this. So if you do, you know, want to listen to a couple minutes of this and you want to hear what the movie's about, like, or you know, kind of how we feel about it, mm-hmm. but you don't want to listen to it, you know, until you watch it, just listen to this real quick. Stop it. Go watch the movie because I do highly, highly recommend it. Oh, speaking There's of, shit I should probably up on my computer in front of my fucking notes right now. Are I should have uh, marked my review with a spoilers. Actually, let me go and do that on nope. Letterbox. Real Good job. <laughs> so anyway, like personally, I went into this movie not expecting much beside good directing and emotional feelings. Because disclaimer, like I'm not a fr- I'm not a fan of Hereditary. Um, this movie, personally, like for me, was so much more. It gave me everything I absolutely like never knew that I needed, and even shit that I didn't want, and I definitely didn't think I ever needed. But like, oh my god, I fucking needed it in my life. And not to mention, like, the absolute best film depiction of being on a psychedelic drug I've ever witnessed in my life. 100%. It is so fucking real, it hurts. Like, I've, I kind of want to do some mushrooms and then watch this movie, but I also know it's either going to go very good or very terribly. But okay. I'm willing to take that gamble. You know what? I am also very willing to take this gamble, allegedly. I'm going to say the word, allegedly, very loud right now. Allegedly. For the rest of this podcast. Cool. Allegedly, I have experienced <laughs> what it's like to be on a psychedelic, and um, yeah, this is like pretty much spot on. Like, I haven't experienced it in full effect, but I did get the main effects of visuals and very cool looking things and emotions and shit like that. And this represents it very well. It, and we'll it, get, we'll it get really more into does. That later. Yeah. But yeah, the movie is really fucking long, yet it never really leaves you, like, uninterested or, like, for even a second. Like, it's Not a it's second. very entertaining. It's honestly insane. Overall, like, you don't know what's going to happen next, and the level the level of emotion that you feel is just, like, up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. It's like a fucking roller coaster this whole time. The directing's incredible. The sounds and score are chilling. The timing of everything that happened in this movie and, like... Just the fucking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, when you show something earlier in a movie and go back to it. Foreshadowing. Like it, yeah, foreshadowing. It's it's all fucking awesome, and it's really incredibly smart, too. Like It it's, is. It's it, awesome. it really is. And when you learn, like, how little of time they had to film this movie, like, How little of time and how crazy. much effort was put into this, like. So much. Yeah. So much. But, yeah, um, 
That's pretty much anything. Like, I could not recommend this movie more. Um, mm-hmm. If you weren't a fan of Hereditary or you were a fan of Hereditary or, like, if you weren't a fan of it and you're on the ropes about watching this movie because of it, watch it. Because I hated Hereditary and I didn't know how to feel about this. Honestly, and either it way. it was so good. Either, oh, yeah, way. either way. But I'm Either just way, like, if like, you don't like Hereditary, well, if you do like it, just watch the well, fucking movie. I feel like people that like Hereditary, they probably already saw it. But I'm talking to the people yeah. that, like, you know, are like, ah, I don't know if I should mm-hmm. watch it. No, just watch it. Yeah, Give it a chance right. at least. You might yeah. not like it, but... This was one of my favorite movies of 2019. To each to his own. It's oh, definitely it's fucking great. It's fucking great. It's really up there. It's up there with like Ready or Not and uh, what else? It's I up really there like with uh, it's up for me. It's up there with Ready or Not or Joker. Yeah, Joker was really good. Once Upon mm-hmm. a Time in Hollywood. Oh, really Once good. Upon a Time in yeah, Hollywood. It, it's was up fucking there with amazing. like all of those. It's yeah. fucking great. So I think that's pretty much everything. You want to get into this movie, Bray? Let's. Get oh wait, it. I lied. Actors and actresses. Uh, Danny was played by Florence Pugh, who is an English actress born in uh, 2996, who made her debut with uh, The Falling. Yep. And uh, then was in Lady Macbeth in 2016. She played a cat in Studio City, so that's cool. Um, Jack Rayer played Christian, a.k.a. Danny's boyfriend, and was in Macbeth in 2015. Uh, So match made in heaven, I guess. And he's in Transformers Age of Extinction, so shit. Um, Wilhelm (laughs) Blormgen. Uh, played Pele and is known for jack shit. Pele. Uh, Pele. Uh, William Jackson Harper, who plays Josh, he voiced the People of Liberty in Grand Theft Auto uh, 4, The Ballad of Gay Tony. What? And he was Jake <laughs> Brown in How to Tell You're a Douchebag. So, cool. Uh, Mark was played by Will Poulter, who's um, in actual, who I'm actually really happy to see again after fucking, uh, what, uh, Dark Mirror Bandersnatch. He's a spiky hair. Yes, fuck. and he's also in uh, We're the Millers. And apparently he he's was great. in Narnia, uh, The Voyage of the Treater. He was also, um, this is, is this is purely going off of like fact, I know I did not have this written down anywhere. He was um he was supposed to play the the new Pennywise in the what? in the remakes. Oh, yeah. you know, I think you told me about yeah. that. Yeah. He was supposed oh. to play the new the new Pennywise, but I guess Bill Skarsgård like uh, stole the show. So <laughs> I mean, stink. I think I think he <laughs> stink. I think he would have done pretty good. You know, he's he probably would have. He's not a bad. I wouldn't actor be opposed whatsoever. Yeah, yeah I, I, I wouldn't be opposed at all. I like him. He plays a cool. He's douche. got the. Um, he has the um uh the scary godmother uh, little kid look. R- literally, like, <laughs> that's exactly he's, what he's he looks like. Except looking. his hair is brown. <laughs> um, El- Alora Torcha plays Connie. She's in nothing. Uh, Archie Madwicky plays Simon. 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 Um, he's in Lost Miserables and then nothing, and he plays Kid Less One in Legacy. Miserables. Just put, just let that sink in. You were named Kid One. Um, the rest, well, there's there's a lot of them, and I'm not gonna do it. So thanks. That was great. <laughs> that was great though. Um, I got a couple facts before we start this. I know we're droning on forever, but we're fucking. This is gonna be a long ass episode anyway. It so is. if you're not prepared this is a, for this, some is a very on, long movie. If you've seen Midsummer, dude, you know this is a very long fucking movie. I almost have a hundred paragraphs of notes for this movie. Holy fuck! I usually have like forty or fifty. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's there, there's oh, a lot. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Ari Aster's visual references for his Scandinavian, Scandinavian folk horror are from Black Narcissus from 1947, um, Hard to Be a God from 2013, Tess from 1979, and Macbeth from 1971, which is why I want to talk about that. Because mm. I assume that's why he um, added Christian and Danny into the yeah. picture, being that they both played Macbeth mm-hmm. roles in the recent years, even though it's like a newer adaption. I assume it has to have something to do with yeah, that. Yeah, it. It um, definitely does. Has some correlation. So I said a little earlier, this film was like produced very fast. It was greenlit on May 18th and premiered on June 18th, which is it was a an month. insanely short production time, especially for <laughs> how great this movie turned out to be. And I just have to say, like, it's... if you make a bad movie, I'm pissed at you now because this movie 
is has so much attention to detail. It is so mm-hmm. beautiful. It is so well thought out, and it was made in so little time. I just feel like because it was really... made after Hereditary blew up. They were like, "This blew Literally, up. We got to yeah. put this out." Soon. Yeah. No, I feel like they were like, you know what? I have a vision for this movie. Let's go here. Let's fucking film it and let's fucking knock it out. And, and you that's know exactly he had to have what had they this, did. He had to have he had this had, in his head for a long time. He had this vision exactly. He had this vision in his head for and I just ever. love that he made it so beautiful so fast. It's fucking oh incredible, God. dude. It's so fucking pretty looking. So on that, Astor actually said this was intended to be his first horror film. Hereditary mm-hmm. was intended to be a family drama. Oh, yeah, I read that, too. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, William Jackson Harper is... Uh, you told me this, too, actually. He's the only American actor in the film. Most of them are Swedish, Hungarian, um, aside from Will Poulter, who is English. And, yeah, he was born in, like, Colorado. He, uh, or, no, it was someone else. It wasn't him, actually. No, 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 no. Um, technically, he was born someone. in Colorado, but he is Irish. No, no, yeah, so you're talking about uh, Jack Reiner. He was, yeah. the, he was the Irish guy. Yeah, my bad. A little bit of confusion, uh... Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, you racist. So hey, the, budge, the budget for this movie was between eight million and ten million. I couldn't really find an exact answer, so it's somewhere around there. That's a pretty low budget for how amazing this film is. I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what they. Uh, I think I know what they they spent the money on. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, as of September 15th, Midsummer has grossed roughly 27 million in the U.S. and Canada, and nearly 14 million in other countries, bringing the worldwide total to about 41 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how if that's how most box offices work, but I'm just gonna go with that for now. I guess <laughs> I'll never know. I don't know shit about movies. Why am I doing a movie podcast? Um, do you want to get into this? A, we're doing a radio show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That I, I got confused. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's uh, let's get into this. So this banger. So this movie pretty much starts out with this chick, Danny, calling her boyfriend because she needs some kind of attention. And for whatever reason, he's being a douche about it because he's busy smoking oh, resin with the boys. He that says, is a quote. I'm smoking resin with the boys. You got me fucked up. You're gross. You're gross. She bitch. calls him. First she of all, calls if you him, say you're smoking resin with the boys, every bit of that sentence, you're a douche. The scene opens up and she, some weed. and she calls him. If you guys hear a lighter during this episode, it's going to happen a lot. Sorry. She calls him and he's like, oh, I just uh, finished smoking some resin with Mark. Why are you smoking resin? They're like, at least like 22. Wh- They're like 20. Why uh, don't yeah. you have the money to buy some fucking weed? Why are you smoking resin? He's a writer. I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Like, okay, what if Mark's not a writer? He can't afford to get fucking weed and smoke you out? Like, what the fuck, dude? Are you shitting on poor people now? No, is that I'm, what we're doing on this podcast? I, what, I, is this the fuck poor people podcast? You know what? I am poor people, so... <laughs> well, yeah, look at our bank accounts. Yeah, look at our bank accounts, literally. Like, I have... I, dude, money was over... Uh, I'm not going to get into it, but money was in my account on the 6th. It's now it's into the double digits today. Like, <laughs> I am poor people, so no, I'm not shitting on fucking poor people. You go from four to it's, two, bud. It's bad. It's bad. From you know, four to so two. I'm not shitting on poor people, but at the same time, you can't uh, afford to buy $10. I'm not $10. shitting on poor people, but at the same time, I'm shitting on poor people. <laughs> you can't afford to buy $10 worth of weed. You're smoking resin. Come on. Come on. You're a college no, yeah, kid. I mean, I mean honestly. You got student grants. Come on now. Honestly, like, if you're 22 and uh, you you can't afford to like smoke the weed, just to, uh, smoke weed with someone else or just don't smoke resin. Uh, pretty much. Resin, I'll give you that. Isn't resin bad for you? I mean, it's just it's just gross. It's just fucking gross. It's, it doesn't taste as good. I remember smoking resin when I was like thirteen. Like, yeah, it's just fucking gross. That's there's a reason I clean my pipes. Really, like it's bad. <laughs> so Don't anyway, he's awful. He keeps shitting on her and not giving her the time of day, and she hangs up and calls her sister. Um, she's on the phone, or, or not exactly her sister. She calls mm, someone else. No. it's what okay. it's her friend. It's her friend. I just fucked that up. So, okay, so let I'm gonna clarify for a little bit. She 
the scene opens up and she's trying to message her sister. Yeah, she's trying to message her who isn't answering. Who has said like some very obscure, like dark messages, like a. I'm leaving, goodbye, mom and dad are coming with me, blah, blah, blah. And then she calls her boyfriend for comfort, and he doesn't give her any comfort. So then she calls her friend, and then carry on, Caleb. So she's on the phone, and she says that she feels like her boyfriend is going to break up with her, and her friend assures her that that isn't happening. We pan over to the boyfriend, who's literally complaining about how he wants to leave his girlfriend, mm-hmm. so we know he is that bitch. Yeah, And he uh, is his that friends bitch. are, except he's not, he's that dick. And his <laughs> friends are telling him to do it because they're douches, and then he gets a call from her. And she is hysterically fucking crying. Like, we don't know what happened yet, but we end up at a house. He, yeah, and like... And we see firemen in a garage. We see the car running with tubes on the exhaust heading up to the house. And it's a really well-shot scene. Like, it's slow, it's, it's suspenseful. It's and really like, cool You know how, someone's like, dead, but you don't know the extent of it yet or like, exactly what it is. The whole, the whole way that they shot this scene was really just, like, kind of like an aerial view of yeah. it because like you walk in and you see you see the, the firemen go up the stairs and you see the the tubes of exhaust leading into the parents room and then they go out and they see like the and they're actual all wearing tube. like gas masks mm-hmm. and shit yeah it's really fucking cool shot and the lighting is it's amazing fucking cool, it's dude. dark it's, but it's, it's like it's not dark at all like you can see everything and it's so detailed and so pretty it's literally just like if you were a fireman, like, walking in on this, like, yeah, the so light good. is shining in from the outside, and so you can see everything that had happened, and it's it's not too much. It's just what you need to see to know what had fucking happened in this fucking, it's in so this cool. scene. It's really cool. And then they head up, and they zip up two bodies, and we see a third body with a gas mask. Like, they're both laying in bed, and mm-hmm. this is Danny's parents. Danny's parents, And we see yeah. a third body with a gas mask on, like, literally a gas mask affixed to her face and, like, duct taped around and, her face. Yeah, and one of, her, to the one of her eyes is completely white, and the other one is, like, bloodshot. <sighs> God, and there's throw up all over her chest. There's vomit like everywhere. There? It's oh, yeah. I didn't even see that. There's vomit all over her chest because she was suffocating yeah. and she was like, yeah. Nice. And we see, uh, and you know, they fucking do. That's her sister mm-hmm. that was just sending all these messages. Yeah. And we get a, we see a notification that reads uh, four missed messages from Danny and the mm-hmm. scene ends. And she's it's it's just like this whole time is just her like fucking crying like terribly. She is like, and you know what? It's it's kind of cool because like you can like. Okay. I can relate to this. I've been at this point in my life. And then at the same time, you can go back to... Um, I'm not saying that these, these movies are similar whatsoever, but you can go oh, back are. to... They're similar in the feeling like, even though I don't like Hereditary, he displays emotion exactly. so fucking well. Ari exactly. Aster, I respect his mind so much because he knows how to make you feel for these characters. That's exactly what I was going to say. You can it's go back so to good. Hereditary when um Charlie had died and the mother was just screaming on her fucking knees yeah. just like not even pure, just that just the whole movie pure like you have fucking agony her. dude like just pure fucking agony and the way that Danny is portraying these emotions is fucking it's incredible, dude. It's crazy. Like, it's so fucking good. Like, yeah. he, I really want to talk to this guy because he's I so fucking smart. I would love to. I would, awesome. I would fucking die for it. So dude. after this, we simply see a shot of Danny crying uncontrollably, which is one of the most realistic, like I said right now, post-trauma episodes mm-hmm. I've like heard or seen in a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. And Danny and her boyfriend Christian are now at a party, and he suddenly drops like a little sliver of information. Apparently, he's going to Sweden in two weeks, and he's like, yeah, definitely, that's happening. And the thing is, he never told Danny, like, whatsoever. Well, well, um, he kind of did. He, like, messaged, like, hey, I mm-hmm. gotta... Like, I, I, I want to go. I want to go. But he never said but... that he was going. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they get home, and he asks her if she's okay, as if he didn't already realize there was an issue, which he knows. You could tell just by There's the way an he's issue. asking. Yeah. Like, he knows. Yeah. He's not just, he's being a dick. And then uh, he speaks to her like a fucking child, and I fucking hate that. And she tries to simply mm. express how uh, she feels, and he acts like a little whiny, defensive baby. And he's like, admit his "I should just leave." All. Like, uh, no. Like, if you're a fucking adult, like you, I, I, <laughs> like you're a fucking adult, and you're in a relationship, try and fucking solve this issue. Like, yeah. don't just try and fucking leave and leave it as but is. You know what? Hoping one day that she'll fucking forgive you. Like, but no, you know this what? is not this, okay. This is another uh, expressing feelings properly thing because this is what goes on. In this generation, like, all You're the right. fucking time. You're all right. All the time. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's portraying a 2019 generation, a 2019 uh, relationship. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Perfectly. No, like, it's I 100% agree with you. The fact that, like, one person is so in-depth in this relationship and the other person is, like, <laughs> the other person is, like, like, not, like, like, I'm not, like, I'm not there for it. But, you know, like, there, there's a way to go about it, and there's a way not to go about it. And the way that Christian goes about it, this is not the way. This is the wrong it's way. It's not the way. And he knows it's not the way, and he's just being a fucking No, fuck. yeah, he's... <sighs> he knows what he's doing. He's which, a fuckboy, dude, this straight up. He's such a fuckboy. I'm not gonna take away... Dude, this guy's a good actor. No, he is, this guy's a good but I hate him. actor. He is, but I fucking hate oh my him. God. And he's very fucking cute, too, that's why I hate he's him. He's a good-looking dude. He's fucking he's really cute, yeah, he's he is a, really cute. He's unattractive, because he's such a fuck, though. Yeah, that's what it like, is. Like, I look like, at him at now, at the, during this movie, and I'm like, oh, like you fucking see, gross bitch. Dude, no, you see how he is throughout the movie, and you're like... God, you fucking suck, but why are you so cute? Like, he has this huge, like, fucking blue, like, fucking inviting eyes and, like, this, like, really cute smile and a nice beard and haircut. And that's and why he was like, cast really well, too, because yeah. that's why Danny's, mm-hmm. like, she stays to him. You uh-huh. know, she stays drawn. And Danny's very pretty, too. Uh, oh, Florence she's Pugh, she's so gorgeous. Beautiful. She I is love gorgeous, her. yeah. I love her. And she's her. naturally beautiful, too. Like, like, really, like, her features are so fucking pretty. Yeah. Like, so, anyway, Danny makes very valid points, and he shoots them down and states that he's going home because, again, he sucks, like we said a second ago. Yeah. And she tries to talk to him and states that uh, she's happy for him, and she hopes, you know, he does well on his thesis. She's like, so, like, what are you going to do? You know, like, just let me in. Like, let mm-hmm. me know what's happening. She's like, the whole time she's convincing him to sit down and talk about it, and he's like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. And Danny shows up to the door. you're being a child. <laughs> he is. And uh, she shows up to the door, like, later. The scene ends. And uh, and Christian and his buds are, like, leaving for Sweden. They're about to. Mm-hmm. And before he opens it, he's like, all right, guys, I invited Danny to Sweden, but she's not going. <laughs> and they're like, so she doesn't want to go? And he's like, I invited her. She accepted but, but she's, she's not totally coming. not coming. <laughs> she's not coming. <laughs> He's pretty much just saying, like, yeah, I'm going to ditch her. Like, So, like, oh. at this point, like, we can tell, like, uh, Christian's friends are looking at him as, quote-unquote, pussy-whipped, which is the worst fucking phrase ever. I really hate that fucking phrase, but, like, that's what his friends are looking at him Well, it's as, also like. the worst friends ever. Oh, definitely. 100 fucking percent. Like, if your friends say, like, oh, you're pussy-whipped, like, nah, dude, like... It's just fucking stupid. I hate that. I hate that whole fucking scene. Yeah, why are you getting mad at your friend for having a girlfriend? I guess if your girlfriend's like a total raging bitch, but she's not. Yeah, like at all. She's, she's really awesome. not. Like she's just like she's damaged. She's, like that's really she it. She is damaged, and and I get it. Some people don't want to deal with damage, but you know, if you don't want to deal with damage, then break up with her. Just break up with her. You know, yeah, like I mean, like she'll be sad. Let her but, live like, her own fuck. fucking life. Like, don't fucking drone it on. But like, again, twenty nineteen. It is what it is. This is fucking right? it. Like, this like, is yeah. it. This is it. So, she comes inside. Even though that was a dick dialogue, that was fucking funny. I just love when he stopped mm-hmm. near her beer herself. I invited her. 
she accepted. But she's, she's not, not, she's not coming. coming. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fucking funny. <laughs> so she, that's actually me when I invite you plays. I'm like, yeah. all right, guys, I invited Bree. <laughs> she accepted. But I'm don't leaving worry. her on the side of the road. <laughs> But don't worry, I'm leaving her stranded in the middle of it. <laughs> no food, no water. Don't worry, guys. She's diabetic. She'll live. It's okay. She's dead. <laughs> don't worry, guys. I got us covered. Don't she worry. won't come in room tonight. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> Ever again. It's so ominous. It's so ominous. Ever again. People are like, what? Like, I killed her. <laughs> I, I killed her, guys. You don't get it? She's dead. She's in my trunk. I have a very large trunk, guys. <laughs> I have a trunk to the size of fitting a thick bitch. <laughs> Don't worry. It can fit eight bodies. I fit one. I fit one <laughs> thick bitch. Everyone probably thinks you're, like, giant now when you're really not, like, at probably, all. Probably, like... Everyone's like, wait, how big is Brie? <laughs> okay, you guys, you know what? I'm not skinny, but I'm not fat. Like, Brie just has a big ass. That's really it. it it's really it. I'm very bottom heavy. Like, <laughs> she has, like, a big ass, so it looks like she's, like, the Ooga Booga Booga monster. <laughs> I just, th- that's, the only way, that's the only way I can explain it, really, is that, like, I'm bottom heavy. Like, because this part of me <laughs> is bottom fine. Like, <laughs> bottom boned? This part of me is like fine, like it's it's a little chunky, but it's nothing like bad. She's referring to her torso, but yeah, listeners, my torso, like listeners my, that are my... not visual listeners. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like showing it with my hands, but yeah. So like this part of me is like very, it's 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 not tiny, but it's not it's not like huge, you know, like. But the bottom half of me is like. <laughs> what she's saying gigantic. is she's a seventy XL. Yeah, she's yeah. At, the chair's breaking right now. I'm a size forty two in pants. When uh when she when she walks down the street, someone follows her with a tuba. So she gets inside, and they awkwardly talk about how she's going to tag along to Sweden if it doesn't ruin any of their plans. And everyone's just like, oh yeah. And everyone leaves except for uh, Pele, who so far is the only dude that doesn't treat Danny like absolute fucking garbage. Dude, he's so sweet. Kind of. At the f- at, Ooh, at first, he's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> no, at first he comes off as very no, sweet. No, actually, I'm gonna go ahead. He's the hero of this story. He's the fucking hero of this story, dude. I'll get back to you on that, dude. He's the fucking. We'll, we'll talk about. It. He's the hero <laughs> of this story. Now that I think about it, I did not think about that till right now. Till I made a joke about him being the hero. <laughs> he fucking is. Oh my god. Okay, that's cool. So anyway, yeah, he's talking to her, and he tells her that he's really glad that she's coming, and the conversation's going fine until he mentions and apologizes for the loss of her family members. She this, breaks down. Dude, this, this scene is shot fucking, so well. Oh my god. It is shot so well. We see so her well. running to the bathroom, like, pre-breakdown. In and, the apartment. And as she enters, and for, yeah, in the apartment, as she enters and freaks out, the shot transitions into the airplane bathroom, like, so beautifully. It and, is the best transition oh I've god. ever fucking seen. Her, just, like, her fucking pure raw emotion is so fucking and it's like, really cool that you see that she, she has that when she's leaving and then you see her in the bathroom like it's, in the airplane like it's just, fucking crazy to me oh because like honestly I, I i cannot relate to anything more like during panic attacks like no i haven't like suffered the same traumas she has but like it's so fucking relatable dude like it it's, is. it's 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 crazy like just the way she fucking oh, cries it. It's not a regular fucking cry, like, where you're just, like, sighing, and, like, she is wailing. 
Like she yeah. literally is oh, like yeah. holding her face in her hands and wailing and you know, into I, her hands. I haven't cried like that many times in my life, but I have. I've no, been there so I, during a very. It's, it's very. Mean, you often. were there for a very bad part of my life, and uh, yeah, that's literally exactly yeah. what I look like and fucking sounded it's, like for like weeks. So yeah, yeah like it's and it, it it does happen sporadically like that. Like I know, like it, I really like that scene because okay, at first it shows her crying in reaction to. Pele mentioning, you know, what happened, mm-hmm. and she, you know, she has a moment, she has to go off, she starts crying. When we see her in the airplane bathroom, you know, it transitions into that, we didn't see any background to it, so it shows Not you, you know, whatsoever. that just pops up at any time of the day. Like, mm-hmm. dude, it fucking popped up for me in the garage, what, like, well, that was situational, actually, but... It still it, pops up randomly, just like, it could happen at any time of the day, there could be nothing going on, you could be happy out with your friends or something, and boom, it's fucking there. I, yeah, like, I, so I, I don't want to get too far into it. Yeah, for but me, anyway, but like, that scene was it, beautifully it shot, is, and it was, like, relatable. Most of the time, it, it is so... it is not situational for me. Like, it, it just happens. Yeah, it just fucking happens, yeah. and that happens you know very what? often. It's, so, yeah. It, yeah. If you suffer from, like, mental illness or anything like that, like, you fucking get it it's just so fucking good. Like in so many ways, like at first I was just like distracted by how pretty the scene was mm-hmm. and the transition. And I was like, wow, like this, it transitioned it makes sense so too. smoothly, dude. Oh, so great. smoothly. And the entire, uh, after this, like they're, before we know it, we're in there, they're in a car and they're driving to their new destination, wherever it may be. It's really fucking pretty. Mm-hmm. And the entire shot is like some upside down flippy shit. That's incredibly visually pleasing. Like this, this scene is fucking it's, cool too. It's not an upside down. Everything's cool, but it's so cool. Mostly it's, like, okay. So when you, when, when you have like a rotating scene in a movie you tend to get like kind of dizzy and like distracted and you kind of don't want to look at it but this scene not at all in this case not in this scene it is so fucking it's such a smooth fucking transition Mm -hmm. into like flipping and like rotating and everything like this like it's i almost feel like it was on purpose to show how Danny was feeling throughout this, like once she got yeah, off the definitely. plane, like she was transitioning into this, like and that's how you state feel. of you mind. Feel like, like after that opening shit, mm-hmm. you're transitioning into the movie. Exactly, dude. Like it, oh. it, this director does such a fucking great job of that. And when they pull up to their new area, like it's fucking beautiful. It's and we see oh a my bunch God. of yippies so standing around, like, like being yippies. Yeah, this is in um. Fuck. So some of this film was uh, filmed in the United States, but a lot of it was filmed in Budapest, Hungary, and it's, uh, I want to go there because it's very pretty. And uh, yeah, everyone's being yippies, and Pele meets up with all of his homies, and they announce that this is the perfect time because they just ate a bunch of mushrooms, and he offers some <laughs> to everyone, and Danny's like, uh, I think I want to wait a little while and like kind of like, you know, get my foot. Get my like, grounding, which on- is 100% understandable. Like, I guess, you know what, I'm kind of, I'm hit or miss on that, because I, yeah, I might be in that sense, but I'm also just be like, you know what? I'm here, just gotta go for it, not think too much about it, because that's also a good way to go about it, but also it's like, That is, I, I but at it. the same time, like... I get it, too. You are in a completely foreign country. Oh, yeah, you don't know where the fuck you, you are. You have no idea where you are, and especially, like, most of these people who are in this community are speaking a different fucking language. Like, can you imagine how fucking trippy that would be? Like... Dude, it's like... It would fuck- give me a bad trip. Honestly, it, I really feel like it would. Well, yeah, it's like in Frankenhooker when he's trying to find uh, his fucking girlfriend and he runs out and that dude starts speaking Swedish to him and he's like, <laughs> he's speaking fucking Swedish in New York? It's the same thing. It's, it's the right. Same like, it, 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 like I, I don't know. It's like... Don't do mushrooms I, in New York. That's what we're talking about, right? I would honestly want to about? wait like an hour. Like, they literally just got there and they're like, here's some mushroom tea. Like, you know uh, give Actually, me a minute, dude. <sighs> I think I'd do it. I think I'd do it now that I'm thinking about it. I would probably do it, honestly, but I I would regret it. 
I think I'd do it just immediately. I think I'd be like, I'm an it. idiot, so Fuck I would it. do it and then regret it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's like, go ahead, Christian, just, like, do it. And then, like, yeah, whatever. And he's just like, uh, you know what, I'm going to wait with her. And Mark gets mad and basically uh, presses Danny into doing it with them at the same time because all of them, all their trips need to be mm-hmm. the same. Personally, I think these guys are just dicks, and they should have just waited and just waited till she was ready. They and then should have waited. With, like, with honestly, her. give her fucking 30 minutes to yeah. figure out where the fuck she is yeah, in the world, Chris, because... I mean, Christian's a dick, too, but he didn't have to wait with her. I think they should all just been like, you know what, we'll just wait for you and her. Exactly. That, that's like, how you solve the you situation, know, like, really. And then also, that's how you tell, like, if... Because, okay, so say, like, allegedly, allegedly. if me yeah, and my course. boyfriend and his friends were all tripping... And I wasn't ready to trip yet. Mm. They would all definitely fucking wait for me. Yeah. They would wait for me until I was fucking ready. Like, whether yeah, it be an hour it's not that or fucking big of three a deal. hours. It's really not. Like, why are you rushing it? Like, these guys are just dicks. It's, yeah, these guys are fucking Ugh. dicks. Like, so yeah, at the same time, like, I, I can understand wanting to, like, take it together and then, yeah. like, peek together and all this shit. But at the but same time. But it's also not the biggest priority in the world. It's really like, not. Like, you can get over it. You can. And if you're really, yeah. and if you're really, like, if you're. If you're at that point where you're that fixated on wanting to do it together, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Wait, well, just because that's your problem at this point. Yeah, like <laughs> that's your fucking <laughs> like if you don't if you don't like, want to okay. like experience at a different time. Take a fucking just vote. Fucking wait, like who wants to who wants to wait for Danny? No, don't even. You take don't want to wait. Just wait for her. No, but like I'm saying, these guys are fucking dicks. So yeah. take a fucking vote. Who wants to wait for Danny? Okay, you guys wait for Danny, and I'll fucking go off on my own. I'll yeah, fucking blast off on my own. Like yeah, but these guys are douche nozzles. They would all vote. For to not wait for Danny. Okay. Well, then Christian that's probably problem. even would too. He'd be like, you know what? We're voting now. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't want to wait. No, you're probably right. Christian is a fucking dick. Oh, but God. either way, you know, like I don't know. Stink. It's all very, it's all very weird. Like, so what we now get is like, well, like I said before, like in the spoiler free review, this is one of the best depictions of a mushroom experience that I've ever witnessed in my fucking life. It's like the best before other shit happens in this movie, but. Well, that's 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 different though. But um, the entire gang is sitting in an open field. Pele, Josh, and Mark are all staring off in the same direction, speaking to each other, but like mm-hmm. not looking at each other. And Christian's sitting in the front, like kind of away from everyone, and he's shaking and he's breathing deeply, mm-hmm. and he's just like looking around, like fucking freaking out. And Danny's like he's freaking out silently though, mm-hmm. which is totally a fucking thing. Yeah, and it Danny is. is facing in a completely dip, like different direction, and she's completely still and silent. And I wrote down this whole oh, conversation God, as dude. it goes because. It's, it's perfect. Just, it's <laughs> it's beautiful. fucking perfect. It's beautiful. Just imagine me as a, a different words because I'm not otherwise I have to like turn this around with Brie. You know, <laughs> I guess maybe we could do this together. I could turn it to the side, maybe. Let's try it. it with yeah, me? fuck it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Tell me what to read because I have no idea what's going okay. on. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to try this bit for the millionth time. What time is it? It's 9 p.m. What do you mean? What do you mean? This can't be right. The sky is blue. It's fine. It's Sweden. That's not fine. Why is it like that? It's okay, Mark. It's the midnight sun. That feels wrong. I don't like that. I promise you it's okay. I'm not okay. Oh, God. It's a new person. What? I don't want new people right now. New people are okay. Okay. I'm going to lay down. Everyone else lay down. Guys, do it. It feels so nice. Josh, can you lay down, please? Do you f- do you feel that? I-, I feel the energy coming up from the earth. <laughs> Fucking spot on, dude. I swear to God. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So this time, Danny starts visually tripping absolute fucking balls. And Grass she gets up. is like growing into her hand, yeah, it's dude. Awesome. It's fucking crazy. And she gets up abruptly as she realizes what's happening and she starts to walk off um, and say like what she's doing mid-action. Like mm-hmm. it's this thing where she's walking away and they're like, where are you going? And she's like, uh, I just, uh, you know, I, I gotta, need to take I a gotta walk. fucking go. But she's yeah. like, she's not looking at them in the eye or like reacting that she's just moving. Mm-hmm. And I've fucking done that. Like when I've had a bad trip. I remember, and I'm just like, I, I need think to get like, out. like she gasps. Because, like, like she looks down at the, the grass growing into her hand, and, like, she looks up, and she's like, <gasps> yeah, and Christian's like, are up. you okay? And Christian's eyes are, like, going oh, off of his insane. face, dude. It's yeah. it's so cool looking, and she she stands up, and then she just walks away, and they're like, where are you going? She's like, I'm taking a walk. Yeah, and the whole time <laughs> she's walking away, she's like, uh, she's saying things kind of like, I'm going to walk, I'm going to walk. I'm okay. It's almost your birthday. Stop it. You're fine. Stop which it. are totally just like those yeah. comfort words you tell you. Like you, you would never like walk around like you know like if you're freaking out and you're sober. Like okay, it's almost no. your birthday. You're yeah. fine because it's your never. birthday. But like you'll have like these these weird thoughts. Just like oh yeah, it's almost my birthday. So of course I'm gonna be fine. Like yeah, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. It, like, it's my birthday. Good. You know what? I'm it's, gonna have a good time. It's like, just her calming herself in the weirdest fucking trip ever. It's awesome. And she sees a group of people uh, singing and laughing and walks off in fear. She runs into her friend's room from earlier and says like. It wasn't. It was. It was it Pele's was, um, friend, right? It was. It, wasn't it was Pele's friend. Um, I forgot. What wasn't his it one of the dudes that gave them a mushrooms? Yeah. Yeah, it was one of them. It was the blonde dude. Um. Yes, but yes, I'm yes, going yes, yes, to interject. Okay. If I was allegedly tripping on psychedelics and yes. I walked towards a group of people laughing and then they looked at me. Oh, it's terrifying. I would react the same fucking way. No, no. That, like, that's why wh- are you laughing at me? I'm walking away. No, that's why like, this is a good scene. because I'm removing like, myself from this fucking situation and yeah. going my... And the thing is, it's totally like, yeah. not about you because you'll walk by people that are just laughing or like looking in a certain yeah. direction and they're just like, oh, it's at me. Yep. And he's like, he, she walks up to, the, to him and she's like, uh, they're they're laughing at me. He's like, no, 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 it's okay. Like, they were already laughing. Like, you're, you're good. It's okay. Yeah, like, like, do, you, do you need anything? And she's just like, uh, and she runs off just like muttering shit and freaking mm-hmm. out. And like, anyway, like... This entire plot is just so that plot is just so incredible. Mm-hmm. Like everything, this whole scene is fucking awesome, and that's pretty much the end of it. Like she she ends up freaking out and passing out, and when she wakes up, she's like, "What's going on?" And because why? Uh, it's because it's fucking bright outside still, and it's been yeah. like a long time. And she's in an entirely new place, like middle fucking nowhere, making up from an in- waking up from an insane mushroom trip directly after arriving to a strange yeah. land. And it's still fucking daytime after she's been passed out. Could for you hours. imagine? You got me so fucked up. Yeah. That no, is, I'm not. I'm not okay with that. My mind would be destroyed. Yeah. I would not know how to react to that. Like, uh, it, what? My my brain would be a frying egg. Just the whole concept <laughs> of the midnight sun puts me in a whole fucking conundrum. Oh, That's God, insane. Dude, like, could, you, could imagine you imagine it just being day all the time? I hate daytime. I hate it. I like, thank you I'm a, so much. I'm a night person. Me and Miguel have argued that like he hates it getting dark so early because the sun oh, literally I starts. Love it. Dude. In California, if you guys aren't from California, the sun since the time change because I know like Dude, not all states. The sun's been going down at like five, four, five no, thirty, like four thirty. Yeah, you're right. Four thirty. The it's sun starts awesome. setting, dude, and I fucking love it. It's and Miguel so hates early. it. Oh, I love it. It's the best. I fucking love it so much. I hate sunlight. I hate it's, it. Dude, it's my it's enemy. It's fucking hot. Like, come on. 
I hate it. Yeah, it's literally. I'm it, a pale bitch. Like I, I don't like the sun. It's the worst thing in the fucking world. I'm not a pale bitch, but I just don't like brightness. Yeah, it, just, it's, it gives it me a headache. It annoys it gives, me. Like, exactly, it gives I me a headache. I can't wear a sweater. Like I'm fuck irritated, off. Yeah, and I love sweaters. They're my comfort zone. It's fucked. Love it. So Denny ends up, uh, or no, we we zoom out on a field. Of a group of, like, straight-up fucking cult members dressed in their white garbs, and one of them's a fucking <laughs> mutant and seems to be, like, doing some kind of ritual. His name is Ruby. And, uh, his name's what? Ruby. There you go. I wrote it down at some point, but, like, toward the end. Um, and, like, screaming at spirits in a scattered circle and, like, screaming like a real whore would and, I don't know, a bunch of shit. And we now see some weird uh, solace check. I don't know why I wrote that down. What? Wait, read that again? Screaming like a real whore would. I totally wrote that down for a reason, but I don't know uh, why. Screaming like a real a whore? whore? A whore. A whore? A whore. Like Janice Rossi in 2 yeah. R? She's yeah. a whore. She's a whore. Uh, I, don't I don't know why you wrote, wrote that, that down either. For, but I, def- I always write something for reasons, but I don't specify what the reasons are, and I just think I'm going to remember. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get back to it. But they're hopefully. screaming at spirits, so I guess maybe they're just being whores because they're screaming at spirits. I don't I don't think that's the reason, but I'm going to go with that uh, for now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we see some weird soulless chick uh, hyping her butthole, or... What? <laughs> Caleb, you were not sober when you took these notes. It is apparent. <laughs> Hello? What? Can I read them? Let me try and make it out. No. Yeah. Um. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I know I'm trying to say this girl has butthole eyes and she's looking in the mirror, but I don't know exactly how I worded the, yeah it's fine but she's watching these cult members um, and uh, they're running around like hand in hand singing strange things and we see the group watching and Christian and Josh decide to jump into the dance they're doing a little dancey dance mm-hmm. and uh, while Christian is gone Pele gives Danny a birthday present and she states that Christian forgot and then defends him by saying oh oh no it, it's my fault I didn't remind him it's like oh my god you uh, poor fucking no, thing no like <laughs> God, dude. I felt so bad for her. I was like, oh, you poor little puppy. God, dude. <laughs> she uh, she needs to be protected at all fucking costs. Oh, yeah, she's And a Christian gem. is just not doing it for oh, her. God. Like, And Connie oh, and her boo, Simon, ask about, uh, like, they're like, how long have uh, you and Chris been together? And he's like, oh, like three and a half years. She's like, no, it's like four and a half years. And he's like, you sure? She's like, yeah, I got it down to the day. He's no, like, yeah, she, oh. because she's like four years and two weeks or something yeah, like some that. Yeah, something like that. And like, like one day or some shit. God, so like, they continue walking and we see a giant white tent and, or a yellow tent. Wait. It's and not a tent. It's like a... It's a temple. It's a temple. It's a temple, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a yellow temple and they're like, what's this? And he's like, no one's allowed in. It's a sacred like thing. Like and then as, after he says that and they walk by and he just like shrugs it off, they walk by a bear in a cage and they're like, are, are we not going to say anything about the bear? And Pele's like... It's a bear. It's a bear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, everything, like, it's kind of weird because, like, at the same time, like, you're, like... This kind of feel like they were still on mushrooms right then, but they weren't. Like, that was just such a weird, just like, oh. No, it's it's weird, but at the same... That's what's so good about this movie because, like, imagine, like, going to this, like... That's exactly how it would go. Offlandish village... Where you know nothing about, and they have all these weird fucking practices. And if you ask about you a bear, you see a bear in a cage. The village person is going to tell you, "Yeah, it's, it's a, a fucking, fucking bear." bear. Like, wh- exactly... what else do you want from me? Like, like you expect a better answer, but it, like realistically, <laughs> that's the there answer is you're no better get. answer. There is no better. That is the answer. Like, it's a <laughs> fucking bear, dude. Like, what else do you want from me? Like, like oh, okay, that's so funny. Like, it's it's not like it, at the same time. Like, he's like, okay, there's a bear in a cage. Like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. But then the dude's just like, 
it's a it's a bear and it's yeah. it's the most obvious it's a bear fucking and it's thing. in a cage like, <laughs> like what the fuck do you think dude but, like look where you are man like and you you're know what? in and a fucking village in the middle of fucking sweden like and you know what? in hindsight at the end of this movie he did have a reason to ask about uh, the bear yeah. there there's a he di- did have a re- there's a lot of foreshadowing with the bears they did say. not give them the real it's not just a bear <laughs> It's not. I'll tell you that right now, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. And the others walk off, and uh, Simon and Connie look at some etching of, like, the grossest story in the world, which ends with a girl slipping her pubic hair in uh, period blood mm-hmm. and into her man's drink to turn her to, to turn him into her lover of sorts. It's the Cupid's bow of the, of the Swedes, I guess. Yeah, it's the Cupid's bow of period blood. Because... So did we say this earlier that it was it was basically filmed in Hungary, but it takes yeah. place in Sweden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We said that earlier. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't want to like confuse people like with me saying oh, is that Swedes. A, is that all you had to say? Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Danny, Chris, and etc. Uh, head into the sleeping temple thing, which is filled with like really stunning artwork, and mm-hmm. uh, actually you see symbols throughout this whole movie, and there's a couple of those symbols inside of the uh, ceiling too. Yeah. And um, there surprisingly isn't a single dick drawn on anything, so it definitely wouldn't fly in America. <laughs> this temple would not fucking work dude if that and was me i'd be up there with my sharpie drawn dicks, dicks everywhere yeah <laughs> and we now briefly see it's a different place i guess mm-hmm. uh we see PLA let chris know that he forgot his girlfriend's birthday and fucking danny totally sees this happening yeah she sees the whole encounter yeah. fucking happening she's like oh he's telling him about my birthday that he forgot because my boyfriend's a fucking douchebag yeah and then a whole five seconds pass and he just pulls the whole surprise bit and it's like uh you I would Fuck. fucking smack I would that shit him. out of his hands so fucking fast. I'm okay with fast. abuse at this point. I literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> not, it's a movie, guys, but, you know. So, abuse yeah. in the movie, of course. Like, he's, don't he's, hit your partners, guys. God damn it. He's acting like he knew all along, and he sings, and he tries to, like, light a candle on a slice of cake. And he's doing so terrible, he can't even light this fucking candle. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you didn't think I forgot, did you? And he apologizes terribly, and then, unfortunately, like, all is forgiven by Danny. And everyone is in bed now. Poor girl, and dude. I know. And they're speaking about what's going to happen the next day. And they say something about, like, uh, Astupa or some shit. The, and- okay, so, like, um, really up until this point, um, Josh. He knows he, everything. He he pretty much has a very good understanding of how, like, uh, these he's people. He's been researching these people for He's been researching years. it, and he's doing his thesis on it. Mm. So he knows about it. So when Pele says, like, this is going to happen tomorrow, and he's like, He has this Fuck, the biggest like, smile on his face, and he's like, wait, really? And they're really? Like, yeah. And Pele's like, pretty much like, you'll see. And yeah. like, and he's like, oh, fuck. And he, like, just lays down, and everybody's like, what's gonna fucking happen and josh is just like not telling them anything. he just laughs at them and yeah. just like puts his head like down you'll and just, fucking like, see right. like it's it's gonna be wild and it, it's cool too because he's like when he when he first answers he's like wait you're not talking about the actual yeah he's like ah, ah it's like what maybe and, I, and, we're sitting, <laughs> and us as the audience we're sitting there too like what the fuck what are the they fuck talking are about, they talking about? <laughs> like, you know like it's, it's be some so shit. suspenseful and the way that they build up the suspense in this scene is fucking like it's so cool because it's not like crazy music and somebody running from something yeah. like it's just, just like what the fuck is oh going to happen next it's it's amazing so yeah so they're all standing around in prep and like preparation for dinner and one by one this little boy rings a bell which signals the return of the golden oldies from the forbidden yellow tent <laughs> the elders and they yeah that's what i said you said the golden oldies that's what i said <laughs> same thing <laughs> and they approach the table and they stand for a while before they finally decide to sit signaling everyone else to follow so you gotta get the feel for what's going yeah. on like you can't sit until you have that fucking permission you can't sit until you have been satin 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. And they, See, you they, have been set. I don't even know what the saying is. They eat and then they stand up and these golden oldies start chanting some weird shit that genuinely makes me still feel so fucking uncomfortable. It's weird, I don't dude. like it. And it's some of the creepiest fucking chanting I've ever heard. And this beard asshole is just going like, oh, oh, oh while his homegirl is like reacting to his sounds. And they all like cheer each other. And then homegirl looks like absolutely mortified, like through mm-hmm. everything. And we move on to the ceremony, which starts off by, like, these dudes slitting, these dudes and chicks slitting their hands open, and they rub their blood, like, all over this creepy-ass tombstone, which also has those symbols on it. Yeah, it's like a bunch of weird, like, fucking weird symbols. And I, I don't even know how to explain them. them. Into, into them a little bit, but, uh, actually, a lot of it. I read them a lot, but there is a lot. Like, it's really complicated, and it does have a lot of meaning. These mm. symbols all mean different things. And some of, like, okay. the backwards and upside-down ones and the different ones, they all because, have different meanings because in, like, there ancient is, civilizations. Um, so, I would recommend, if you want to study into them, go look them up. I'm not going to talk about, this is already going to be a two-hour-long episode or something, yeah. so we're not going to talk about all that. It would take way too fucking long to no, explain No, because, everything. um, there was symbols in, uh, Hereditary which ultimately, ultimately uh, didn't really mean anything except oh, for yeah. the fact that they were showing that this was a, a cult involvement. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that's kind of what's going on here, too. Like, it is, but I mean, like, it's good to hear that, that these symbols actually like have a meaning. And yeah, they one. do. And they come around very fucking often, like, yeah. very often. They're oh, in yeah. so many scenes. So the shots right now are, like, really fucking suspenseful, as is the music. And we see Danny, as well as everyone else, look up to this, like, extremely high rock. And on top, like, really slowly is the woman from the yellow tent earlier. She There's like, a woman and a man. Well, and not yet. It's just the woman. She walks up. She walks up. Well, the, I know, but the elders from the tent. It is a woman and a man. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one's from earlier. From the tent. From the temple. Oh, that's what you mean. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the woman from the tent earlier, like, the ones that, like, made everyone else stand up at dinner and shit. Yeah. She comes up over, and she, like, slowly walks up, and Danny's just kind of looking like, like what? Like, what's, yeah, like, gonna what's happen? happening? Like, you yeah. think the first time I saw this, I thought she was gonna do like some kind of like tribe dance or some shit. Like, I don't know. Really? Yeah. I knew exactly what was gonna happen. Oh, like a minute. Or like, no, a few seconds. Like, uh, within a few seconds, you know, but the first like initial when I just saw her head coming up, I was like, oh, she's gonna do a tribal dance. <laughs> That's not what happened. Not at all. Not this is it's mortifying. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'll, Dan- let you, I'll let you say it because, yeah, yeah. Danny starts to fucking hyperventilate, and this woman looks directly fucking at her. Like, mm-hmm. she stares into her fucking soul, and then. She just jumps off the rock, and her head hits this huge fucking rock at the bottom. It shatters. And we see... We see all everything. of it. Everything. We see all of it. We see oh fucking God. everything. We see bones yeah. flying out. We see blood fucking splatter. We see... And then as soon as this happens, you just the hear... The sound goes mute. The sound goes fucking, fucking mute. mute. And all you can hear, it's it's basically like... You hear like a little bit of like ringing and background noise. You hear ringing and background noise, and it's it's mostly just focused on Danny, because like... And then you see Simon and Connie yelling, uh, like, like what the them, fuck, you what hear the them, fuck, You hear yeah. them say like, sick fucks and shit like that, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what the but fuck? It's, it's, it's mostly like... It's focused on Danny. It's focused on Danny, and you hear, you hear a... But you can hear what the fuck, what the fuck, you sick fucks! Like it's her dissociating. Back. It's fucking one hundred percent dissociating, dude. Like, oh my god, they got the shit to a fucking T, dude. It's crazy. And during all of this, we see the man approach from the rock, just like in the fucking mm, corner, and he this gets, like, is the closer, worst, dude. And then he fucking jumps off. When he does, the sound comes back all at once. Mm. We hear his body hit the ground, which is oh my god, it's Feet terrifying first. loud. Feet first, yeah. The noise is very soon followed by another terrible noise. 
this is fucking moaning from all of these fucking like cultists. Mm-hmm. They're all just like moaning, like ah, 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 and it's not even like screaming exactly. It's moaning. It's just moaning. It's fucking weird moaning. It's just just distressful and moaning. Really, he is alive. He looks over. He looks at his leg. It's fucking destroyed. Like it it's... looks like fucking like ripped up hamburger with like bones fucking poking out. Oh it my god! It literally looks like you grabbed fucking like steak and just and beat the mushed it up like just fucked it up and put a foot on the end oh like my that's God. what it fucking looks like dude and it like it's, uh, pretty it's much brutal like the, it's like the impact of him hitting the ground and like his landing right on his leg just it's like just, when the bone came out it just obliterated everything everything in its path. everything dude and oh he's he's alive and he's if alive, i'm not he's mistaken not, he's not making like any noises or no anything. He's, he's not just like he's Fucked. He's still alive and he's just like because uh. this is not like this is not like a semi high rock. He's this in is shock. high. Like it's high. Up. It's a mountain peak almost. Yeah. Like oh my it's God. really high up there. And if I'm not mistaken, his his head is a little bit cracked open too. Oh yeah, his head's like he's, he's, he's his bleeding. eyes are bleeding. Like, yeah. he has like he's you can bleeding see, like, from pretty much in his eyes and shit. every orifice. Yeah, yeah, he's destroyed. Mm-hmm. And every one of these fucking like white robes start moaning louder and louder and louder. They're like so displeased with him still being alive and him being like fucked up. Like it's so weird. Like it's almost like offending them that he's still alive. Yeah, it is. That's exactly what it is. Like Mm -hmm. it's not like, it's not they're mad that he's alive. Like they're scared. They're scared. Like he he should have died. Yeah. Like, yeah. And four of them walk up in a line wielding the biggest fucking hammer you will ever see in your life. It's a mallet. Yeah. It's not a hammer. It's a big fucking mallet on the, on like this. You know those fucking, um, what are those things? You know those big, like, uh, fucking, like, rectangle, like, spiky rock things, like, with the faces that would uh, fall down on you in Mario Party? Like, in the Bowser Kingdom? Yes. Old... It looks like that <laughs> with a fucking handle. Yeah, it's fucking crazy dude, looking, it's... dude. It's, it's it's like a huge mallet, like, Mario oh fucking God, party. Like, like I don't even know. It's fuck, fuck, It's dude. crazy looking. Oh, my God. And the first one approaches, smashes it on his fucking face. Mm-hmm. The next one grabs the hammer, hits him again. And this one turns his face into jelly. Like, his face caves in. When the hammer hits his face, it just goes straight. It fucking sinks. And we see it. You see all of it. You see... Well, not the first hit. You don't see the you first hit with the hammer. You see the first hit, hit but it doesn't destroy him. You see the first hit with the hammer, and it's like, it's bad, no. and you're like, oh, fuck. But you see the second one, like, a little farther away, and it's like, oh, No, no, God. no. You see the first hit farther away, like, from a, like from the, the oh, other yeah, cultist right. point of view. And then the second hit, they hit it, and you just see, just, like... The hammer kind of... When, when the God, hammer hit, I don't know if you noticed, when the hammer hits his face and, like, you know, pretty much, like, hits the ground because it goes through his face, pretty much, it, like, bounces back up, like, for a split second, like, after well, he yeah, hits it, it's like, just, like... Oh it's god! So like, fucking crazy, dude. They don't like, pull it back. They kind of just like hit and just like almost leave, and then you pull it see back, like, just oh, like fuck. skull breaking, teeth breaking, blood flying, jello brain everywhere. It's it's really brutal. It's really fucking brutal. And the other two continue, but we don't really see that because like he's already fucked. We already yeah, saw what we, we need to see. Yeah, you're right. and Simon's running off like pointing people. He's like, "You're fucked. You, you're <laughs> fucked." Fucked, fucked, fucked. Like, he's literally just running out, just pointing at people. You're fucked. You're fucked. That's exactly how I would react to this. I would get the fuck out of there. Are you I kidding just, me? Dude, I'd start running. I would like, run. Yeah. I would Are you kidding like, me? Like, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're it's fucked. a four-hour drive. I don't mind running eight hours. Like, <laughs> I don't. Like. I will run for weeks. I don't fucking I, care. Yeah, you got I'll me go so fucked up. I'll kill myself before this. I, you got I'm me done. so fucked up. Mm. And uh, Chris Sorry. approaches Josh good. and tells him that uh, he's going to do his thesis on this community that they're studying at the moment. 
And Josh is fucking pissed because this has been his plan like all fucking along. Yeah, Christian's a fucking dick. Yeah, and he knows so much more about this too. Christian doesn't even seem like he knows shit. He literally stole the idea from Josh because he had yeah. no idea what to do his thesis on. Yeah. Whatsoever. So he calls Christian out because he's being an entire dickwad and he's like, well, I'm doing it. If you want to collab on like SoundCloud, I'm here. Otherwise, I'm a, I'm a lotto <laughs> bro, you know, like I'm trying to ranch it up with some other collabers. And uh, Pele approaches Danny and we see her fucking packing her bags. And Pele tries to explain that uh, the reason for the suicide Pele. gathering you keep saying was, Pele. was some kind of happiness end of life ceremony. He's like, it's, it's good, you know, and I wanted my good old friends to experience it. And he pulls a rock out of, po- out of his pocket. He's like, here, smell this. Calms you down. <laughs> so you tell me to smell a fucking rock you pull out of your pocket. I'm gonna punch it, you in the face. It better be a fucking crack rock after what just happened. Like, take me out of this you world. You try to get me to smell any rock you pull out of your pocket. I'm punching you in the face. You're a fucking <laughs> asshole. All I'm saying is, it better be fucking drugs or something because I'm not. Yeah. I am not gonna be okay after I just saw what just fucking happened. No, I'm leaving. Like, yeah, well that. But if you can't leave, give me some crack. So, Pele tells Danny that uh, he knows what she's going through because his parents burned up in a house fire, and he was raised by, like, bears or some shit. So, yeah, it's, like, the same thing. And he says Chris sucks, and he doesn't, like, hold her boobs often enough or whatever. And uh, next scene, we see the bodies ritually being burned by fire. Mm-hmm. And at this point, inside of the bedroom, she sees her boyfriend and friends driving away and leaving her alone. And black smoke then starts to come out of her mouth, and she sees the people that uh, just killed themselves, as well as the hammer coming down the old dude's face, and her sister that killed herself earlier. And I found out, like, uh, I don't know why I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, you had told this me is, this earlier. Yeah, this is, uh, this, like, scene resembles her, like, exhaust fumes coming out of her mouth, mm-hmm. the way that it went into her sister's her sister, mouth. yeah. So... Very yeah, uh, symbolic, did, if yeah, you Yeah, and like, I don't know why I didn't catch that, because it's kind of... now. Like, right when I read that, I was like, oh, that makes perfect fucking sense. It's but. weird, because, like, throughout this whole movie, like, you, like... You don't think things are obvious until you read about them. No, like, yeah, or if you just, or just till the end of the movie. Yeah, but like this is one I movie. had to yeah. read. Mm-hmm. This is one I had to read. Like there's For other sure. things. Like on the second watch, I saw so much more than. Oh I didn't see yeah, the first watch. second watch. So much. I'm more. telling you guys, if you guys have seen this movie once, watch again. Watch it again. Watch it again. It deserves after, a few watches. Yeah, because after you know what happens, like you see so much. Yeah, it's fucking cool. And, like, I already thought that scene was really fucking cool, but knowing, mm-hmm. like, after I read that, I was like, oh, that's even cooler. You that know, it's, like, it's not just a bad dream. It's, yeah, it, and has, it still looked really cool. I thought it was just a visually a pleasing scene, like, just some yeah. crazy shit. And I was like, oh, yeah. wait, that's cool. So, we also saw the ginger girl. You said her name was Maya? Maya, yeah. Okay. I thought it was, like, Mahalara. The one who, like, uh, bewitches Christian, right? Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. bewitches, but... Yeah, I never wrote down her name because I thought it was complicated because every time I heard it, I don't know, I guess I just heard it differently and I was like, ah, too, it's spelled, too difficult. Because I watched this with subtitles and so it's spelled M-A-J-A. Did you hear it pronounced that? It's Maya. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, I didn't really like... Every time I heard it, I just heard like the end of it and I was like, ah, yeah. And I was, yeah. Like, I, was like, I don't want to pronounce Maya. the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was too much. And uh, yeah, we see her putting something under Christian's bed. Josh sees this even though she thinks he's asleep. And uh, he asks Pele both about the object and whether or not he can do his thesis on this group of people. And Pele's like, yeah, you can, as long as you don't use, like, real names. And then he's like, all right, fuck yeah. And then he's like, wait, um, I found this item under Christian's bed, and what the fuck is this? And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a love rune. Now he can have <laughs> sex with Ginger Girl. Like, Even though oh, he okay. has a girlfriend. But you I mean, what? Pele you know has what the hots reali- for Danny. You know what I just realized? Me calling uh, someone a whore earlier, that was a Ginger Girl. Oh. That's what I was talking about. Okay, well, um... She's a rist- ritualistic whore. The ginger girl is... Whose sister? Is it Pele's I, I sister? I don't know. They're all the fucking same to me. 
I don't know any dude. There's so many. Di- there's, there's incest so going many. on in well, this colony. Oh well, yeah, yeah. That, that's fine. But though. we'll talk I about. I think that it's later. either Pele's sister or his friend's sister, the one who gave him the mushrooms. I think it was Pele's sister. Honestly, I think it might have been. I feel like it might have been. Yeah. Um. So Connie runs in the barn thing that Danny is hanging out in and gets told by one of the elders that her boyfriend Simon left on the truck to head over to the train station, and he's like, "Yeah, the truck will be back for you, and uh, you know, it's all good." She's like, "Wait, hold, hold this on, is hold not on, all good. Like, no, wh- no. What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, there's absolutely no way. First of all, it's not her happen. boyfriend. It's her fiance. Oh, yeah. Like, they announced that they were getting married oh, and shit. Like, there shit. is no way that he yeah. would leave without her. And like, you can already tell by their relationship. Like, he would not do that. Yeah, exactly. And Connie runs off because she's just like, okay, yeah, fuck you. And uh, Danny tells Christian that Simon left without Connie, but he really doesn't seem to care. And da- Danny obviously feels like, you know, this is strange because he's totally just like talking to someone. He's like, oh, really? Damn, that sucks. And he's like, okay, so about what we were talking about. <laughs> and she's like, uh, she literally, like, the scene goes on with her just staring at him for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just fucking staring at him, like, are you fucking kidding me? And, uh, yeah, she fucking walks off, and she gets pulled over by one of the many elder chicks, and Josh is being taught about, like, some book that is sacred to these people, and the deformed kid that draws, and, like, they interpret the words, and this mm-hmm. is, like, the basis of everything that they do. Yeah. Which is alarming, to say the least. They, no, but they say... They make a point that he is unclouded. They by... make a point, but this is still alarming. It is alarming because... They make a point they... that tells me that this is not okay. Well, no, actually, before this, um, Danny comes to tell Christian that uh, Simon had left without Connie. I just and when... Oh, okay, well, my bad. <laughs> and so, you you said about the whole part, like... Yeah, the, the whole thing. The whole thing where yes. he's like, is there any a pro- ever a problem with incest? Oh no 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 no! I didn't write that down. Christian asks yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the elders if there ever if there ever is a problem with incest, and the yeah. elder says, "Well, mates have to be um like uh, uh confirmed by like some elders. Yeah, so and sometimes they, cousins they can t- mate. Yeah, and they yeah. touch more on that later. Like there's they do. A, there's a separate conversation later where they get and then like, specifically right into after it. this when Josh is like getting uh taught about the book, it comes up again. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, so he's like, so what if Ruben dies? Like, what happens? Ruben is the fucking, uh, little deformed kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the incest kid. And the elder tells him, he's like, well, Ruben is a purposeful product of inbreeding mm-hmm. for this sole purpose. And Josh is like, okay, can I take a picture of the book? And he's like, what the f- No, like, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I told you, you can't this use This is an names. ancient you want- relic, yeah, you bitch. Yeah, you want to take pictures of my fucking book? Like, this is my incest book, dude. No, you can't take a picture of my incest book. This is my incest porn book, dude. And Danny is worried about the whereabouts of Connie at a train station, and Christian says that Mark saw her somewhere. I'm like, oh yeah, I think I think I saw her. And one of the cold dudes interjects, and he's like, he says something like, oh, Simon called her, calmed her down, and then I took her to the train station. And Danny's just like, uh, sure? You can like, see her in the yeah. back shaking her head no. Yeah, she's like, no, this isn't fucking yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's not. And uh, she like looks off, and she's like, uh, I could see you doing that to me. And, and Christ- he's like, what? Christian turns over and he he literally death stares her for the next He's minute and a half. Offended, dude. He does not like. He doesn't say anything. He says like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" She's just like, "Yeah." And they don't talk anymore about it. Like Mm-mm. the conversation goes on with like everyone else after that. He's just death staring her. Yeah. It's I, I'm pretty sure I looked at the time. It was a minute or a minute and a half, dude. He's like, death this, staring her. This is fucking terrifying because like, oh my god, 
it almost has an abusive feel to it. it like does. he's gonna he's beat not, her he's ass. Just like such a dick. That yeah, no, is. he's like, a dick well, he's, that you he's can see. He's mentally abusive, one hundred percent. Oh, one hundred percent. So but. you can see it happening. Honestly, like the way he's just fucking looking at her in disgust. He looks like he's gonna fucking punch her in the exactly. face. Exactly. Like he's looking at her in an abusive fucking way, like physically oh, abusive God. way, dude. And it's so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, but it, it. Like I said again, though, like this guy's such a dick, but he's fucking good. Mm-hmm. He's fucking good. So we now see Christian eating his pie at dinner, and he pulls out a red hair out of his mouth. This is not a sexual innuendo, but it kind of is. Um, a scraggly <laughs> red hair, and they're all like, Ugh, fucking gross, that's a pube, dude. Mark's like, that's a fucking pube. Yeah. Is that a fucking pube? Oh my god. <laughs> and it, it is, and we now it's see- a pube. We see, like, a really well-shot scene that displays uh, everyone's orange juice glass right here, and uh, they're all straight-up orange, but Christian's has a fucking red tint to it. Yeah, so there's period blood up in there. Yeah, it's very obvious, but for some reason, he drinks it anyway, and it almost even seems like he might be aware of it for some odd reason. So, anyway, the ritual is now, like, fucking set in motion, the one that we saw earlier. And we're back at the sleeping hut, and Josh gets up with his phone to sneak into the temple and take pictures of a book. While he's doing this, we see a figure walk up, and it's kind of dark, so he assumes it's Mark. So, like, it's kind of dark, so he assumes that this is Mark, but before this, he gets, like, right before he can, like, figure out who it is, he gets hit from behind. So, he's passed out on the ground, we hear, like, literal, like, death moaning, and this figure looks down on him, it's straight up fucking Leatherface style. Like, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's who Mark's is it? face. Yeah, it's Mark's face, but who is it wearing his face? It's, it's uh, uh it's- Ulf, yeah, it's Ulf, it's Ulf, yeah. it's Ulf uh, mm-hmm. because he was the guy that was pissed off at Mark earlier when he was pissing he, on the tree. Because he pissed on the, he, the ancestral tree or yeah, whatever Yeah, and the then fuck. Mark was literally like, what are you going to do, kill me? It's exactly what he fucking does. Yeah, he's like, is this guy going to fucking kill me? And like Josh didn't, because earlier, like when they were sitting eating, mm. Mark was like, is this guy going to fucking kill me? And Josh didn't say anything. Because he was like, he might. <laughs> like, yeah, and he totally did. He totally did. So yeah, that's, this scene was actually pretty fucking cool. Um, it's really cool. So, Danny is now wearing a... F- oh, well, actually, right before that, they stare at Josh's body for a second, and it gets fucking pulled away, like, so mm-hmm. fast. It was, like, Duck style, like, you know, yeah. when they, like, pulled it into the shadows. Like, into the darkness, And you yeah. just see, like, a streak of blood all over the floor. It's fucking cool looking. Mm-hmm. And, um... Oh, wait, shit. <laughs> we have a... We have a guest star, you guys. Uh, yeah, sorry, guys. I their just name... Like... Their name is Noodle. Uh, we are not sure if it is a, a girl or a boy, but um, Caleb and Roland seem to have found a snake and it's a rosy boa and she they she is she slash he i i feel like she's a girl but i don't know for sure um i'm gonna get her checked out at the him slash her at the vet tomorrow but their name is noodle it's i feel like that's gender neutral so that's fine noodle is gender neutral for sure and just they are the fucking best and they are what happened i was gonna go check my mail right down the street and i walk around the corner and i look down i see a long thing and i was like is that a fake snake and i look down it's a real snake (laughs) i called roland he was not he didn't even care whether it was poisonous or not he didn't even care to check he was just like he just picked it up like out of nowhere and then i was like okay well she was really fucking nice so we're like okay maybe she has a home it doesn't seem like she does they might just be native to the area but she's the sweetest thing ever and she loves me and i love super her, docile so. like she is just so cuddly and... she's in my hand right now so that's why yeah. we're talking about her she was kind of like trying to venture off into uh the she's, back of my computer. she's very uh adventurous dude like she just like wants to just like squirrel around and she gives kisses she does give kisses She's a very good snake. But yeah, anyway, guys, so yeah, the, the moral of the so story cute. is I have a pet snake now. I've never held a snake before, but now I'm, like, in love with this Even snake. I was so skeptical about, like, touching it at first, and then she, like, started crawling all around me, like, up my neck, and it tickled, like, 
I feel bad calling them a she because I don't know, but that's just what we've been calling them. I don't know. She like, just... Uh, I keep saying she just because that's what I called her at first, but uh, it just... I don't know. I feel like she's a girl. I guess I'll update you guys later, and maybe I'm completely wrong, but either way, I love her slash him for exactly who he slash she is. They're just the best. It's cute little bubbies. Yeah, she's beautiful. So, anyway... Now, Danny is now wearing her flower hat thingy that we see in the um, beginning of the movie, or like on the cover of the movie and whatnot, mm-hmm. which, okay, love. She looks like an angel. She inc- is incredibly beautiful. She's so pretty. I she honestly just really love her pretty. in general. Um, she's walking up to a table to prepare for the festivities and has passed some tea to prepare them. And her companion for the moment advises her to drink the tea with her for the event. And they both take the shot with arms crossed and they let out a strange noise and stand at the gathering area. Danny is silent with the rest of them, and she realizes that there is an issue. <laughs> the bitch drank some fucking ayahuasca, and um, if you're not familiar, ayahuasca is a drug that was used traditionally for traditionally for religious and spiritual <laughs> reasons, um, but now more commonly is used as a way for people to open their minds and to like heal from trauma and etc. Um, this is not the case. This is weird cult shit. <laughs> and <laughs> grass starts growing on her feet. And, like, I just have to say, like, Ari Aster, or is it Ari or Ari? I think yeah, it's Ari. I think it's Ari. He I would is, pronounce it Ari. This man is experienced in the drugs, whether he likes to admit it or not. One, I've allegedly. Only, I've only <laughs> found him referencing mushrooms, but, like, in interviews and shit. But, like, mm-hmm. Jesus, this guy's man, this guy's mind is so fucking incredible. It is. Like, it really is. The um it's just crazy. And and like like you said before, you don't like hereditary, but you have to appreciate I still appreciate it. You still you have to appreciate the amount of uh mentality that went into this movie. One hundred percent. Um so anyway, Danny now hears some random chick behind her yelling some like fucking weird bullshit and in swedish she's like it was here long ago that the black one lured the use of harga to the grass and seduced them into dance once they began they could not stop and they danced themselves to death now in life holding defiance of the black one we dance until we fall and she who survives last will be crowned for midsummer and she claps uh, everyone starts clapping and the music starts everyone bends over we hear this brief pause and they all start to like dance in a circle holding hands. Mm-hmm. And at first, Danny, she seems like really fucking confused, but but after a while, she's like, she starts smiling. She's like, okay, this is fun. Like, well, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, are, oh, that looks so much fun. You're tripping balls. Like, what else are you supposed to do except dance and like listen to like weird fucking music and just like trip yeah, your balls off? Much. Like, pretty much. It sounds like a fucking blast. So we now see what uh, Christian is doing, which is very awkward. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He is in a room with, like, crazy symbols all over it, and he's talking to one of the elder women, and he assumes that the conversation is about Josh, and he's like, hey, you know, I don't know where he is, because a minute ago, like, he pr- they pretty much said that, like, Josh and uh, Mark just disappeared, and yeah. they said that their sacred book was gone, and they're like, you know, like, like one of you guys fucking did this, so he's well, like... Well, the, the elders are like, whoever took the book, just return it, but they yeah. know damn well, like what is going on but well they know damn well what's going on because they're lying to everyone exactly (laughs) that's what i'm saying like (laughs) like they're just trying to keep like they're trying to like fucking save face and like you know yeah so he's like hey you know i'm sorry about josh like i don't i don't even know this guy Mm -hmm. (laughs) which uh, is fucking complete bullshit complete bullshit and um she's just like hey so about the redhead girl like how do you feel about her and he's like what and then she's like yeah well you guys are meant to be together and he's like She's like, you guys have been approved to mate. And he's like, the redhead girl? I think I ate one of her pubes. Yeah. And she's like, 
that's not surprising. That's like a... she says that sounds about right. Yeah, that's what she says. She's like that sounds about right. Like, and he's just like, uh, wait. And then and then he just leaves. Like we don't see anything else. Like he just leaves honestly, the that's a perfect little, scene though. Like, yeah, you know what I'm really sad though. Um, I just I know this is random saying this in the middle of the movie, but I really am, am upset. I don't know if you know. But they didn't release the director's cut on Blu-ray yet. It's a fucking Apple exclusive right now. Like, Apple um, TV exclusive. It so, was, obviously, it's going to be a time exclusive. It's going to come out eventually. But it makes me really fucking mad. Because I still haven't seen the director's cut. And I really fucking want to. It was in theaters. It was only in theaters for a, a couple limited days. time. Yeah, It was only, like, a weekend. For a very limited time. And, um... I think a few of my friends actually went to go see it. So, the thing is, the... Uh, I read a lot about the director's cut. It doesn't, um... It doesn't change the story at all. There's no alternate endings or anything. I just it's feel just, like there's more It's just scenes. more. It's okay. just more. Like, it's just an extension I think it's like 20, 30 minutes longer. 27 minutes, if I remember right. Because it's so, like two hours and 50 minutes, I think, the director's cut. Yeah, it's 171 minutes, so whatever that fucking amounts to. And this one is 147. So, whatever the fuck that math is. It's I have a 24 no minutes, I think, right? 24? Yeah, that sounds about right. 24. Um, so anyway, You do the math. I'm not down. I already did it. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he leaves and starts walking off towards the dance ceremony. And um, this movie is so fucking beautiful, dude. Like, it's so it's, beautiful. Even dude. just when he's walking toward this, it's so crazy. And there's, like, a musical chairs thing happening. And everyone stops when the music does. And a few girls fall down. They get booted out. So we kind of mm-hmm. see what's going on. The music starts again. The dancing continues. And Christian then sits down and he sees his redhead angel like falling and being set out. Mm-hmm. And um, she smiles at him. And at this point, near everyone has fell out. Danny is on the final eight. and Or she's one of the final eight. And she looks to Christian for encouragement and gets absolutely none from him. And a girl walks up to Christian and gives him a cup. And she's like, hey, it's uh, spring water with uh, special properties. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know about this. She's like, and this special girl, stuff. This girl is, like, obviously tripping, too, because she drank it. She drank the tea. And, yeah, so she's, like, trying to convince Christian to, like, drink this shit. But, and he's like, no, I'm, like, I'm worried I'm going to have a bad trip. And she's like, no, like, it's okay, like... You'll have a good trip, I promise. And so he just fucking downs it like a shot, basically. Yeah, and he looks at the redhead girl right before he takes it, too, and she's, mm-hmm. like, looking at him as well. And the camera zooms out a little bit, and it's pretty subtle, but you can actually see uh, Pele smiling and looking at Christian because yeah. he's like, oh, this plan is fucking working. Yeah. <laughs> so the dancing continues. Danny's tripping more and more, and she looks at her homegirl, and she pretty much says that she wants to talk to her in Swedish, and then she, like, does, maybe? I don't know I don't know it's anything about it, Swedish dude. to, uh, I don't know enough about Swedish to, uh, you know, decipher this. How but, um, hard I relate to this scene is fucking insane, because oh, awesome. I've seen this happen, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's, I, I have seen people, like, communicate fucking telepathically. It's and, fucking weird. And the subtitles pretty much go, I'm talking in Swedish. I understand you. Oh my god, we're talking. And it's like, I don't know, I have I have reason to believe this wasn't real, and she was just muttering some random shit and thought she was speaking Swedish, but I really don't know enough about Sweden to dispute this, so I'm gonna I, move on Yeah, I do not know enough about Swedish to dispute this, so... I, I, I don't know. On. I just kind of feel like it was a it was like a Charlie Day effect in that in like <laughs> in that fucking it's, you know he's just in there he's just like oh, yeah, yeah and he thinks he's speaking Mandarin they're just like yeah this guy was not speaking Mandarin he was speaking gibberish. <laughs> I, I remember in the subtitles it says like speaking gibberish and they like somehow understand each other. It's just like it's basically just trying to show like 
that they're understanding each other on their own like trips. Pretty like, much. I don't know. I want to know if they were actually speaking. If she was actually speaking Swedish during this, though, it but I don't. Sounded I don't know like gibberish, but I don't know Swedish, so I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I'm pretty sure Swedish talk sounds. I like don't know. It all. It's all gibberish. I don't, I don't know. I am pretty sure that's <laughs> all it is. Um, so right during this, the actual Swedish chick falls over, and uh, everyone cheers and gathers around Danny, and she's presented with an even better flower crown. It's and huge. It's, everyone it's takes, massive. Everyone takes her away and uh, takes a picture with her, and it's like, okay, I have a lot to say about this. Um, uh, it's fucking this phenomenal. Scene, this scene, oh, this entire segment is filled with subtle as well as not-so-subtle throws to her trip. Like, there everything People's... is fucking moving around in the background. Well, before everything. that, before that, like, you just see subtle, like, little, uh, like, just movement in the just trees. Just the movement and, like, in the trees. It's like, very light. It's almost like, um, the trees are breathing. No, but even... It's, it's e- what it's like. It, it is, but and... way before that, way before no, yeah. that, way yeah. before that, no, I know what you're saying. basically nothing. There are tiny little movements mm-hmm. throughout this entire, like, 20-minute scene. Like, there's tiny little things kind of just trickling, kind of growing a little bit, kind of breathing, like, there's some breathing, mm-hmm. but it's, like, very mild. And then after a while, it starts to, like, go into the entirety of the trees. It starts to go into, like, the sky. It starts mm-hmm. to go into, like, what Brie was getting to right now, like, in their fucking eyes. Oh, my Dude. God. Dude, okay. That shit's awesome. Okay, so like, like allegedly. this whole scene, allegedly, this uh, Danny's being crowned like a May Queen or whatever the fuck, and she's looking at all these people coming up to her, like crowning her and like ki- giving her kisses on the cheek and hugs and everything, like, and the whole time, everybody who's coming up to her, their eyes are fucking getting like bigger, like bulging, like cartoony style, and just like fucking like going crazy, and their faces are melting, and it's so crazy how well, accurate yeah, this is. is dude it's 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 not everyone it's though insane. and that's and that's part of it's the not everyone it because yeah. it's kind of just like it's, every it's so who often. you focus on yeah really like the faces that you focus on is is what is happening like it's it's so hard to explain but the, it's so accurate and the fucking flower in her crown is it's, it's pulsing it's pulsing it's like it's, pulsing uh, and it's, it's so cool look i don't know why i i actually didn't notice that on my first watch I noticed um, it. You know, I watched it with Roland. Roland, you could say something for a second. Um, Oops. <laughs> <laughs> um. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you notice when we first watched Midsummer that uh, when they put that flower crown on her after she became the Midsummer Queen, did you notice that her flower was, yeah. was like pulsing? Yeah, not only that, I think so. I think I might have been like kind of falling asleep. I was also really stoned when we first watched mm-hmm. it. And I think it's like very isolated because like nothing in the background moves, nothing else moves. Exactly. It's it's very isolated, and you really only see the because it's like a pink and black. It's a pink flower with a black like a center, so you can really see it like pulsing. Like, well, what might make the effect even uh, better is if you notice that it almost has like a three D effect around the crown too. Yeah, like it even wraps around like uh, like it's almost like they isolated just her crown only. Like it even goes against the background. Like background looks normal. Everything else looks normal around her and her face. Like. Looks, like her no eyes, her, her no 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 not even her eyes are moving like in this scene like not even like her eyes are moving her face is completely normal 
If anything, her face looks like she's a little bit uncomfortable, maybe. Well, yeah, she's definitely, like, very uncomfortable because, you know, she's getting thrown into a bunch of bullshit. Like, she was dancing, she was having a good time, and then all of a sudden, everyone fell, and everyone's just like, Ah, oh, yeah, look at you, daddy! Yeah, they put look some, at you, They go. put bigger flowers on her, they start pushing her into all these people, she's like, Oh, what the... Uh, this is, Everybody's happy, kissing her, but, like, it's... Uh, it's weird, like... I don't want to be fucking kissed when I, I'm dancing. I can imagine, like, I'm dancing, don't I'm having me. a great time, and then all of a sudden I'm don't forced... Don't hold my hand. I'm forced into this crowd of people that's, like, kissing me on the cheek and, like, rewarding me for something that I didn't know I did. Like, well, what Pele is Well, Pele goes on? full send. He makes he out with her. He makes out with her. And I'm like, uh, at this point in the movie, I'm like, okay, what? Because, like... It's kind of, like, shown in the movie before that, like, Pele has, a, like, a thing for her. Like, he's always shown, like, his, like... Interest. Interest Some towards kind her. Of interest. Yeah. Like, even in the beginning when, like, she walks into the apartment with all of them. Like, he's well, really he's the, the only, only one, one that's talking her. to her. Like, yeah. and he's the only one that, like, really feels her pain about her parents and everything like that. Like, so, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I just, I felt really weird at the scene because he just, like, straight up made out with her. And Christian was, like, right Maked there. Out. Maked out. Maked out. Made out with her. Love it. He, like, straight up made out with her, and Christian was, like, right there, but he was fucking tripping balls, too. Like, he was having a bad time. Well, yeah, Christian's standing in the back tripping out, so he knows that he's not a threat at this point, because he's Mm. just... he's The whole time, he's wandering, he's just, like, looking around, like, what? Like, Mm. just looking like a scared little puppy. Yeah. And um, Danny is so, like, caught up in all of the fucking, like, everything that's going on around her, she's Mm -hmm. not gonna pay attention to what's going on, so she's just like, oh, okay, whatever this is a really like good depiction of a real life fucking situation like if this was actually happening like it's it's weird you'd hope this wasn't happening but uh if if it was i feel like this is pretty accurate i don't think it happens very often but uh if you're in this situation it might go like this it might Um, so we see her getting her picture taken and everything actually feels like slightly normal but the flower in her crown is still fucking pulsing Mm -hmm. she looks at christian who's literally walking around in the background like so that's also an incredibly accurate depiction because he's yeah. just as confused as she is, but if not more, because she's she's confused, but she's having a good time. Everyone's praising her. Everyone's ignoring him, and he's just, like, sitting in the back like, what the fuck is happening? And we look back at Danny. She is being, like, personal greeted by many of the pagan Swedes. So they all pick Danny up, they sing, and they walk her to the table, and everything is fucking distorting, like, more and more. It's going fucking crazy. It's going pretty much crazy at this point. There's, like, a whole feast, like, laid out on this table. Everything is fucking moving, like, every fucking thing. Yeah, and it's, the the gradual descent into this is really fucking cool. Like, it's really well shot, and I didn't notice, I noticed it the first time, but when you rewatch it and you know how long it goes for, because I looked up an interview, and they said that it was going on for, like, 20 minutes, and I started watching, and I'm like, holy shit, it really does, like, it's going on for a long fucking time, like, right after she starts her trip. When, um, I don't know if I'm spoiling anything right now, you can cut this out later if you want. Okay. But when is it that the sister's face appears in the fucking trees with the oxygen. That's, um, that's around this time. I don't remember if I wrote down the exact spot. It's about when she's crowned as, like, the May Queen. Yeah, it's somewhere around here. I can't remember exactly and when, but It's she... so fucking crazy, and you know what? I never realized it. It's subtle, it. but it's fucking there. It's so subtle, and I watched this movie in theaters, like, the midnight fucking premiere. Like, I watched this fucking movie in theaters. You actually weren't a big... I don't know if we talked about this, but you weren't a big fan of this. You know what? I wasn't a big fan Because I remember you messaged me right after, and you were like, hey, it's whatever. And I was surprised, because you you really liked Hereditary. I said... I said... The fucking visuals were amazing. Yeah. 
the it's a but you very said it didn't make sense it's or a very fucking pretty movie and I said that it didn't make sense but on my second watch I love this fucking movie dude like <laughs> I fucking have such an appreciation for this fucking movie like the amount of effort and the little the little amount of time that went into this fucking movie is just like it is so fucking like if you don't appreciate this fucking movie then like I've actually seen a lot of like <laughs> I saw some reviews on it. You know, I think I'm just going to read some of them at the end because it's mm-hmm. kind of funny. I was like, oh, I, okay. <laughs> a lot of people like to review on like Amazon Prime too, like on the DVD. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, you know, you're reviewing a product, right? Like go on IMDb yeah. or something like you're a fucking idiot. Anyway, so she's sitting at the end of the table and everyone's standing waiting for her as they did earlier with the elders. When she sits down, everyone else sits. So she starts to rub on her chair as she realizes that her chair is fucking, like, leaves and branches and flowers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, she is nature. <laughs> and she Mother picks nature, up, like, yeah, she pick, And this whole thing is just a metaphor for her getting closer and closer with, like, nature mm-hmm. and, like, with the, with the uh, society that she's in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And she picks up her fork and knife. Everyone else follows. She's staring at her boyfriend across the table who looks back at her with the biggest bad trip face I've ever fucking seen in he my life. He is having the worst trip. No, and the thing and the thing is, like, I have seen this so many times, and he he acted this out to a fucking T. And a great fucking actor, honestly. And it's crazy. The character but, is trash, but the actor yeah. amazing. And it's crazy because okay, you don't realize, or at least I didn't realize that there was totally a bunch of sound in the scene, even though it felt like near dead silent. Like there was a lot of background you know noise and stuff, I didn't... but the scene felt really quiet. I know that you watch these movies with headphones. No, I don't. Oh, you don't? That was I haven't watched a movie in headphones and like oh, since wow. like okay. episode because, twenty. Because like I I watched this movie on my phone, so I didn't really get like all the sound effects. Like I was just more focused on like the the visual effects and everything that was like going on and the emotions oh, no, I of the right, characters. I watched it right here on my quiet ass TV. Oh yeah, this TV sucks with sound. No, if you, if you pay attention to it, you can notice it. Like it's it's really like. There's, I'm I'm gonna watch it again, honestly. Like, it's I just really like, like this movie. It's just nature noise and stuff, but it's pretty much dead silent and then it fucking breaks when this chick walks up to the side of Danny and presents her with fish. Uh fish. It's a it's a herring. A full pretty fish. It's a it's some type of herring, I forgot what it is. Danny's not a not not too happy about this fish gift. Mm-hmm. And uh however, everyone cheers her on to down the uncooked fish hole. And she tries, but she spits it out, and the crowd goes fucking silent, like dead silent. And then they're just like, ah! ah you go. didn't eat the fish. Ah. Good job, dumbass. <laughs> and we pan back over to Christian, who is absolutely fucking destroyed right now. Uh, douchey boyfriends equal weak-ass bitches that can't handle a good old trip. So he turns to the man next to him ever so slightly, and he asks, Excuse me, what's going on? This man says fucking nothing. He immediately looks at him, claps right claps in front his of his hands, fucking face. And everything goes into, like, fucking, like, weird... It's a sound weird, wave. It's a sound wave. That's exactly what it is. Weird fucking vibration, fucking, like, sound wave, fucking, like, it's just, it's fucking yes, yes, weird. Yes, like, repeating. his, his yes, fucking yes, yes. clap is weird. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, like, fucking, like, going out. It's like a big old ripple effect, and it's fucking, like, crazy looking. It's and insane. The emotion in Christian's fucking face is so ridiculous like he it's, looks off in sadness confusion but mainly fear and he uh, he looks at him and ever so gently asks him why did you do that and it's it's fucking crazy how subtle his reaction is but oh, how not. fucking like it's subtle but it's fucking like 
intense at the same fucking time. Like, like it's so subtle because he just kind of like looks off and he's like fucked up from it, and you can just feel his emotion. Like, like really, he's not reacting in a fucking like obnoxious way. Like, he really isn't obnoxious. He isn't reacting obnoxiously, but like you can tell, like this shit fucked him up. No, he isn't. I don't think he's reacting obnoxiously, but I don't think it's subtle. It's very fucking out there. Like you could tell. Exactly no, it what's is, going on. but the way he reacted was subtle. It was subtle, think, but at the same time, it was it was crazy, you know? I can't agree, but I respect it. Um, but the dude just kind of turns around, and he ignores Christian, like, completely. <laughs> He's just like, ah, uh, <laughs> no. Ah, uh, you're tripping, whatever, fuck you. And everyone congratulates Danny as a part of the family, and Christian meets eyes with the ginger girl who seductively stares at him as she's leaving the table, and she, like, dead fucking eye contact. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this scene actually showed me what uh, butthole eyes are. I didn't have, like, I, I didn't fully get it. Like, I kind of got it. Brie brought the term to me before, and I was like, I, I don't know. No, butthole um, eyes are a thing. Oh, it is a thing. And this girl, uh, her eyes are that of an anus. Mm-hmm. They are really out there. They are they're very, really uh, dark. It, they look, uh, like. They're, they're butthole They're sucking into her eye. Like, they look like they're <laughs> going to get lost in the lininess of something. A liney butthole. It's bad. If you will. It's bad. I don't like her eyes. She's pretty. She's in very a weird pretty, way. but her, yeah, in a very weird way. I, I'd say the same it's thing. Like she is like, I really don't know how to explain it. Like she's very fucking pretty. Just like her features are fucking gorgeous. Like she has really gorgeous features. No, yeah, I'll but take like her. her eyes. How much? <laughs> her eyes. She has a fucking like stare about True her. Fitting. It's it's weird. She does. Know. She has a butthole stare. Yeah. She has it's, a. It's it's a butthole stare. But that's fine. Once again, we're back to buttholes, but I mean, this is horror soup, so. Here we are, baby. And he stared at her the entire time. Caleb has a butthole fetish. Yeah, like he has to shit. And uh, with there's some eerie music and the feeling of a peak bad trip. And we go back to Danny's perspective, who can tell, we we can tell she is like uh, on or nearing her come down at this point. Or, like, right before the come down when you're over your fear and you're kind of just, like, seeing shit for what it really is, but you're also ignoring your boyfriend because he sucks. Mm-hmm. He sucks hard. the Midsummer Queen now has to go on a ride, and she asks if Christian can come with her, but they're like, ah, no. No. And she's handed a torch, and she's she, kind of, like, lifts it into the air. She has to go bless the crops. Yeah. It's and it's, it's usually shit. done by, like, just the May Queen herself or whatever. Yeah, so she lifts it into the air as she lights her onion mobile from Shrek, and, um... <laughs> Her donkey people pull her off into the never-ending sunset, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure they played Smash Mouth right now. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Christian still looks like he has to shit, and he watches all of this. Don't stop coming in, don't stop coming in, don't stop coming in, don't stop coming in, don't stop coming Those are the lyrics. Those are the lyrics. So he watches all this, and he turns around, and we see, like, flower petals being laid out directly to Christian in front of everybody, and he's just, like, looking around like, what fuck is happening but the flower girl uh points the christian toward the direction <laughs> and he instinctively follows almost as if he has to and they arrive at a destination and one girl guides danny to sing with her and i'm not entirely sure why but i think danny's voice is the most peaceful thing i've ever heard in my life mm. it's like it's not that gr- it's not like the most like beautiful thing ever but i don't know just hearing her sing was fucking awesome it made me happy and we head back to christian who is breathing heavily and is now in a robe kind of just like adhering to everything that these people tell him to do and some guy with his face completely covered in, like, some crazy headdress opens a door for it's Christian. weird looking, dude. It's really creepy. I like it. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to compare it to something, but I don't know the name, so I'm I don't know I'm either. I know ass. what you're talking about, but I don't know how to explain yeah, it. Yeah, we're talking out of our ass. <laughs> so we see a fucking room filled with a bunch of naked old ladies um, with the red-haired girl in the middle. 
And she's naked, she has great titties, she slowly starts to open her legs as Christian walks forward and the shot gets closer. Mm -hmm. The shot moves back to uh, Christian's perspective directly behind her legs. And she's spreading eagle and one of the old ladies walks behind Christian removing his robe from behind and revealing his flaccid penis. Mm -hmm. The shot moves away. And this makes, I didn't write down the first penis. There was a penis earlier. Whose dick was that? Um... Wasn't that like Mark's dick or something? I don't it, remember. His it dick was, was Ulf wearing Mark's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. It was I, a it was a flaccid dick. So is there just two dicks? Was there not three? Well, you know what? I, think I, I did mean, a, you know, I'm pretty sure I did a dick count. <laughs> there's, you know what? There's two dicks, but the amount of swinging dicks that there is. Well, Christian's dick swings. I don't think I. I thought uh, Ulf's uh, dick swung. I don't think it. No, did. it didn't. It, it didn't. didn't. It was, but, sta- it was I a mean, stationary. We get penis. like a pretty good like amount of swinging Christian dick. So, I mean, like that's more than you yeah. can account for in any other movie. Like you're right. There's a there's lot, a lot of dick in this movie. A lot of swinging cock. Mm-hmm. So the shot moves away, and then it moves back to Chris on top of her, and all the women in the room are humming. The most awkward eye contact in the world right before he mounts her, and uh, as he's stroking, he grabs one of the ladies' face, or she she grabs one of the ladies' face, who gets and closer, they're, they're and they like, start, they're singing. They're like, huh? And, uh, well, and then uh, she fucking uh, grabs Chris's hand and starts singing to him while looking directly in his eyes as he fucks this girl. Which actually, you know what? I, I think I could get behind this. I, Okay. I could get behind I, this. No. You, you need a little encouragement sometimes. Is Noodle is Noodle in her uh... Yeah. Leave her alone, she's sleeping. Okay. So right. you think this uh this is peak weird, but it gets weirder when they all start to go. Roland quotes this as the worst sound of 2019, so if you guys have any thoughts on that, feel free. Um, this <laughs> is the most uncomfortable sound I've ever heard it in my is, life. So it I'm, is very uncomfortable, dude. I think I might be able to back that statement, but tell me your thoughts. Um, Danny arrives back and hears the noise in the room, and she's like, what is that? And the lady's like, ah, that's not for us. And like, just yeah, like, don't listen to that. Like, just, just ignore it, basically. She's like... She knows what's going on with Christian and the Maja. Oh, everyone Maya. knows what's going on, Maya, except sorry. for Danny and except Christian. Except for Danny, yeah. Christian so, has no idea what's happening. <laughs> oh, no. So Danny's just like, fuck that. And she starts walk, walking near the area and gets the warning. And she has no way of knowing what's happening. But as she's approaching and like we're hearing the strangest noise in the world, there's like... <sighs> There's no way she knows what this is going to be, but at the same time, she fucking does. She has an idea, yeah. But it's so fucking weird. Like, it's not what you would expect, but at the same time, when you're getting closer, it's like, what the fuck else would you expect at this mm-hmm. point? <laughs> you're like, hearing noises really, like, like that. And if I walked like, up, I would be like, oh, yeah, this is what's happening. That makes sense. This yeah, is perfect. Like, 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 at the same time, like, you don't have an idea what's happening, but as you walk up, you're kind of like guessing like what it could be okay no Brie, you're walking up you hear these noises that's 100 percent your boyfriend fucking a girl that made him eat her I pubes mean, and yeah. drink her period blood with 12 other naked ladies rubbing their tits around <laughs> him saying ah like what else uh-huh. would that be what the fuck else would that be like i have no other explanation that's that's a perfect explanation if you hear these noises it's like oh yeah of course that happened. Of fucking I mean, course like, that happened. At the same time, like I would like I wouldn't know what's going on. Like if if I if I were Danny, like this I, I, this I would, is the first conclusion I would go to. Okay, being a woman, <laughs> and like 
like me not knowing like what the fuck is going on like after just coming off of a fucking heavy ass fucking trip oh she's still and you tripping, have I no it. idea like what the fuck is happening you hear these weird fucking noises and you, you kind of had an idea you're like okay look at the fucking setting that i'm in like all this weird shit that can fucking happen yeah, like, if there was and ever- you walk up and like you kind of have an idea of like like in the back of your mind like what could be happening, but then you walk up and you see it for your fucking self. If like, there were ever a place for your boyfriend to be fucking a redhead girl with 12 naked ladies around him, old ladies, this, this would be it. Place. This, this would place. be it. That's what I'm saying. Like, she has an idea in the back of her mind, but she needs to see it for herself for proof. <laughs> oh, my God. And so that's exactly what she does. Like, she, does. she looks she, through this little, like, the uh, little keyhole. Peephole. Yeah. It's the keyhole, and she walks out, and she immediately pukes after the side. Mm-hmm. And she starts screaming before a bunch of ladies run up and escort her away from the situation. They take her to a bed, and they surround her in the scariest way that I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And she starts hyperventilating, hyperventilating, and they all fucking replicate her noise. And let's yeah. go ahead and listen to those, too. If that didn't piss you off, you're you have a fucking problem because <laughs> that is the most irritating thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm sorry if you guys were like Sidnix or like you know uh, if you're in work right now and you're listening to this, uh, you're fucked because <laughs> your your coworkers are never gonna look at you the same again mm-hmm. after hearing that. Yeah. But that's that's fine. Um, yeah, if I was tripping and someone did this to me, I would fucking kill myself. Yeah, I would fucking kill myself. This is a fucking recipe for the biggest nightmare of a trip possible. <laughs> so the scene and these noises last at least like a solid minute or two. Like I gave you guys some fucking slack on both of these, and um, the end. It's ending in Danny's fucking literal screaming, which we heard a second ago right now. And it eventually moves back to the sex scene with just as alarming noises still continuing, mm-hmm. somehow matching the other alarming noises that's going on in Danny's room with her screaming. Like, yeah. the, the screaming of Danny and, the, and the fucking ah-ah-ah of these other fucking old ladies because she's have in matched like, up with um, each other. Because Danny is in, like, the sleeping room where, like, everybody yeah. slept. Well, they're, like, and, 30 like, feet away from each yeah, other. Yeah, they're, they're, like, 30 feet far. away from each other. And all these, like, women are, like, crowding around her, just, like, basically, like, replicating her emotions to her. And then all these other noises of Christian having this weird, like, orgy, not orgy fucking thing going on. And no, this is art. It's It's weird, dude. This is art. 100%. I mean, I guess. So not only is all of this art happening, but one lady is behind Christian thrusting him deeper into this woman she by is... pressing her hands onto his buttocks and forcing him in more and more. As soon as uh, Christian is about to uh, climax. climax, she pushes his buttocks into this woman's pelvis. Yes, and the girl tells him to finish. Noise is still happening, and he gets pressed into her completely as he mm-hmm. ejaculates into her succulent... What what would you call that, Brie? Flower. Ah, yes. <laughs> Perfect. So immediately following, the girl bends back to get the sperm uh, to give her what she wants. She's doing that, like, rocking motion. 
the very weird thing that I don't like where, to see. Where you're like putting your legs up when you're on your back and you're like putting your legs up like rocking back and forth. Like if you were in a uh, laying down rocking chair. She's moving the splooge into her hooge. Yeah. So. She's trying to get it into her uh, cervix. Abdomen. And she says that she can feel the baby inside of her. And Chris starts to back up as everyone congratulates her. And uh, he runs out of the front door completely fucking naked. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a really cool thing. I don't know if I wrote this later. I don't remember. But I remember reading that uh, he actually suggested that he come out naked in this scene. Because I think Mm -hmm. um, they were like, yeah, no, just kind of like, you know, just run out there. Like, put your robe back on and it'll be fine. He was like, no, I think it'll be much better if I run out the door naked. Perfect. And yes, it is. Yeah, it's 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 way better. It's more raw emotion coming from the scene and he's still in the midst of this awful trip well yeah it would have taken me out a lot if he stopped to grab his robe and if then he, ran out exactly <coughs> it would have taken you out of the fucking scene and like yeah i like it much more that he just left. exactly yeah so he's still in the midst of this awful trip unsure of what is even happening uh or like what just happened and he runs toward the area that danny's screaming in accompanied by the rest of the woman screaming mm-hmm. which sound like i said they sound near identical to what christian was trying to escape from mm-hmm. and he turns around and just runs the fucking the opposite direction because at this yeah. point like when we went over to the scene we hear them together and they sound the same when christian leaves you know they all stop making these noises and he runs out he tries to run to the sleeping tent and he hears those noises again he's like uh, uh. yeah like no <laughs> yeah and he just runs the fuck away so he ends up at a bush and he sees josh's leg buried in the ground like coming out yeah and one of those rune symbols that we talked about earlier um mm-hmm. is on his foot and he runs into a little barn for uh, silence, and when he runs around, he has this absolute look of terror on his face. He turns around, and he sees Simon hanging in the room, mm. affixed by like flowers and strings suspended in the air. All of his organs have been removed from his body and are attached by strings, and they're still beating. His eyes yeah. have been removed and replaced by flowers. Mm-hmm. And this is like... I read a little bit on it. I think I wrote down later. I don't know. But this is a fucking... I is, I read a little bit on this, too. Yeah, this is a real fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. It's a real fucking thing. Like, they Obviously, just, like, a little bit verbatim, but this this is a thing that has been practiced, they, and that's like, so fucking terrifying. They hang their lungs up, so they're still breathing. Like, so they're still living, but, but they're... barely. Oh, God. It's like, fucking it's, crazy. It's, they're suffering, so, but they're still alive throughout this whole thing. So he backs up and we see um, Christian is terrified, but he also can't look away and he gets right up under Simon's face. And when he moves, a man is in front of him and blows a powder in front of him, which went, which makes him pass out. He's woken up by a woman who tells him that he can't speak and he can't move. And she backs up and we see everyone standing in front of a stage, five people on the stage, one making announcement announcements. Oh, and uh, the sixth person is there and is Danny. And she's fucking filled with flowers. Like, mm-hmm. she is head covered. to toe covered in flowers. Covered like, in beautiful fucking flowers, dude. Like, and the incest kid is standing on the side. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. He's, like, DJing or something. He's, like, yeah. cloud DJing. He's a DJ. He has, like, a cloud DJ set. Like, He's it, mentally it's, DJing It's everybody. fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, And we see Christian in front of the stage bound in a wheelchair. Pele is also wearing a crown, and he's told that he's being honored for bringing great sacrifices, rather the best ones, like, ever so, or, like, in a while. So, that's when we see, like, basically the plot of the fucking movie. Like, yeah, this is when everything unfolds. Yeah. And the man says that him and a few other candidates are, uh, for the ninth, are the final sacrifice. Or, like, mm-hmm. y- you know what Because they, they need nine sacrifices, and, um... I was reading something, but we'll we'll get to it later. I wrote some stuff down. I'm pretty yeah. fucking sure. About about nine and and fucking like three. I don't know what so, it is. There's mathematics yeah. behind it. 
It doesn't matter too much, honestly. But Danny is filled with flowers, staring at her drug boyfriend directly in the eyes with tears in her own. Mm-hmm. And she, they pretty much tell that she has to decide who the sacrifice is. Oh, and then we also see Con- Connie's dead body being, like, dragged in a fucking wheelbarrow. And her, she looks fucked. She looks fucked, dude. Yeah, it's very like, bad. We don't really don't know, know what, what happened, happened to her, but it's bad. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's bad. Like, it's she's probably, soggy and, like, just decaying. And it's that's bad. probably in the director's cut. I really want to see the director's yeah, cut. I'm really I mad that, that I didn't go see it in theaters. Same. A few of my friends did, but like... Yeah, a couple of people told me to go. I think mm-hmm. Chong told me to go and I didn't Yeah, go. I think Chong saw it. Fucking up. So the bodies of Connie and Mark are both placed sitting upright in a barn along with Simon's, Josh's, uh, old man dude, old lady dude. Um, and we see a bear dissection involving mm-hmm. kids. So what we're seeing right now is kind of like the elders preparing, preparing the children for their procedures later in life to mm-hmm. harvest organs without killing the person. Yeah. Or at least I'd assume. Like, I'm sure that's part of what's going on Basically here. what happened to Simon. Yeah. And um, they clear the bear and they place Christian's, like, face and his body inside of this mutilated, like, hollowed out bear. Well, Christian is still paralyzed through yeah, all of this. He like, he, he yeah. can't say anything or move At first anything. I thought it was just his face, but no, it's all of him. Yeah, they it's, just it's all of him. They just cleared out this fucking bear. Mm-hmm. And this is the bear from earlier. <laughs> so <laughs> the masked uh, man from earlier reads to him and banishes him. And another man gives some kind of, like, yew tree or yi tree or something, yeehaw tree. It's the yew tree. Sacrifice them. Perfect. Yeah. And um, they're like, okay, you're going to feel no pain. And I was wondering who the other two ta- sacrifices are, but uh, one is the shrooms guy from earlier, and then, like, the other one's, like, one of the friends. I think it was the one that approached Danny yeah. earlier in the movie, if mm-hmm. I remember right. And they set the room ablaze with all nine sacrifices, and we see Christian's eyes still moving as a bear person. Like Bree said, still unable to speak, move, do shit. And we see Danny outside looking in, and we see Christian in the middle of the room burning as a bear, and mm-hmm. everyone else being set ablaze. The shroom guy is, like, staring, and then he looks over at his friend who's smiling at him, and then this dude starts screaming bloody fucking he, murder when the yeah, fire touches no, he him. He literally goes, like, into flames, and he's like, ah! And I thought that was like, crazy, because, like, they said, they said they were giving them that thing to feel no pain. Was not the case. He felt pain. He felt a lot he of pain. He felt pain, and he felt fear. Like, throughout the whole fucking scene. Like, like yeah, you see the elder come in and give him the fucking extract from the yew tree or whatever the fuck. Like, he says, feel no pain, feel no fear. But no, that. like, you're dying. Like, you got all of it. You're big you dead. Got, yeah, you're big fucking dead and you're feeling every last bit of it. So, again, all of these insane pagan cult member assholes start to scream in unison to cover the screams of their sacrifices because they obviously know they're feeling fucking pain. Mm -hmm. And the smoke is destroying Danny and she's walking off in her giant flower attire that makes her look like a fucking flower skexies. She is just like, it's weird because it's like a flower dress. Like, it's just completely fucking covered in flowers. It's, it's, It's fucking beautiful. So everyone is screaming and bouncing around, acting fucking insane, and Danny looks at the yellow building, which we've stared at the entire movie, and it's completely fucking burnt. It loses its structure and falls into itself, and Danny was very unsure how to feel while watching all of this, like as her boyfriend was mm-hmm. getting burned and whatnot, but the second it fell, the picture moves back to a close-up of her face, and she smiles, and we hear some happy music to end mm-hmm. the film. Yeah. Really good fucking ending. Beautiful I, I fucking it. ending, dude. I loved every bit of it. Mm-hmm. I really... Uh, we'll get into it, but you want to get into the kill count? Let's do it. So the first kill was the father guy. Second one was mother chick. Third one was daughter chick. All exhaust. Uh, fourth one, old lady chick, head explosion. Fifth one, old man, head explosion by hammer. Sixth, <laughs> mark off screen, turned in the leather face. Seven, Josh smashed up and dragged off. 
Eight, Simon off-screen originally, insane after. Uh, nine, Connie died, almost thought we wouldn't see it, but yeah, she's dead as fuck. Uh, ten, Christian, bear, costume, fire death. Eleven, shroom guy as a living sacrifice. Other guy, living, screaming sacrifice. Felt pain. Um, boob count. One, two, thirteen, all in the sexing room, all of the old <laughs> ladies, and then the redhead chick with great boobs. Boobs. Uh, vag count slash flaccid count. There was a lot. Vag, we have 1 to 12, all in the room, all at once. Would have been 13, but we don't see redhead girl's puss. Uh, flaccid <laughs> dick. The first one is Mark Leatherface Dude. It is stationary, it is flaccid, it's a dick. Second one is Christian's robe reveal, and then he runs around, he swings around. Uh, a lot of Christian dick. We got two dicks in this movie. A lot of Christian dick. Not a... Uh... Like, very not, not impressive. A, not actual Christian dick. I don't know what his religion is, but there was a guy named Christian. We saw his <laughs> dick. Um, not unimpressive it was what I was trying to say. Best kill would have to be between the breathing organ catastrophe and uh, Bear Christian, just because it was incredibly satisfying to see yeah. him die in such a degrading way, mm-hmm. and also he's a bear. So, yeah, yeah uh, it, it's a bear. Yeah, I agree. What? Same thing? Yeah, same thing. Okay. Uh, Worst, I would say... I hated Christian, so yeah, I was glad to see him fucking burn alive. The worst death would be Connie or Danny's parents, because they're just, like, the most boring girls of the movie, I guess. You know, I really thought that, like... They're actually still really cool. The Danny's parents' death was pretty cool, because you got to see how they died, but you you really didn't get to see him, like, suffocating. Yeah. But at the same time, like... It was still crazy. It was really cool to see, like, the the aerial view of the firefighters going into the house and everything, but I'm gonna have to say worst kill was probably Connie or Simon, because just because they were off-screen... Wait, Simon? You just said Simon was one of the best. No, sorry. Connie. Just Connie. Because Simon was hung up with his lungs out and everything, right? Yeah. So, Connie, because she was off screen, and she looked fucking gnarly when we saw yeah. her in the wheelbarrow. Like, so, maybe if I see the director's cut, I'll have a different opinion on this, but as like, of now... We I, have no idea what the director's cut is. Yeah, like, so for the cut that I saw, um, Connie is the worst death just because she's the only one that I didn't really feel satisfied but about. But she looked gnarly. She did. Like, she did. Yeah. I just don't know how she died, so mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, best or worst actor? Um, I'm really split in between Danny and Christian. I don't I have know no where comments. to go. Give me a second. Um, fuck. I don't know which one to go to. It's between Danny and Christian with me. Danny was just, I mean, she was the lead role, so obviously she was fucking awesome, and I felt for her a shit ton. But Christian really hit some fucking feels. He was a really good fucking actor. I think I might have to even go with him. I don't know, though. My worst? I have no complaints in that department. I don't think I have anyone, no complaints. I don't think Everybody was a, was a great, I, I don't have a worst actor. For the worst this ones episode, would literally I really just be don't... like the people that didn't do anything, but that doesn't mean anything. Like... It, it really doesn't because, like, even still, these Every... people were not bad actors. No, everyone did their part for what they needed I to wrote, do. Everyone did their for part. For my best actor was Florence Pugh, and I guess Christian. Okay. Because Christian really fucking pissed me off how much of a fucking douche he was. And that just kind of, like, proves, like, how much of a good actor he is. But I'm not even kidding. Like, Danny in this film. The amount of emotion she fucking portrayed throughout this fucking film was incredible, yeah. dude. Like, That's she is why so fucking good. I think I have to give it to Christian, honestly, because his. I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to Florence Pugh. His, who played his Danny. expression on like his fucking bad trips and shit were just so incredible. Like he he was really fucking good. Like it wasn't just the fact that he was an asshole. Like he was he acted his fucking ass off. Honestly, he yeah no he, he was really good. Fucking ass but off. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Florence Pugh because I'll Danny still take was that. incredible. Like, I'm very in between them. Yeah. Uh, my pros in this, I mean, the score is fucking awesome. The atmosphere is awesome. The directing, actors are all phenomenal. Kills were great. 
It's twisty and turny in all the right ways, and it flowed incredibly well. My only cons for this movie are really just the moaning and screaming sounds or that of nightmares, but I'd say they're both a pro- that's a pro and a con at the same time, because it was really fucking good. Okay, so I wrote this all down. So for my pros, first of all, the insane visuals throughout the entire movie. Everything looks very pretty and visually appealing, while all the while being gory and disturbing. I love the way the director combines these two aspects to not only make a great film, but to give the viewer a great experience. The amount of emotion that Danny portrays is spot on with anxiety disorders and panic attacks. I can not relate more. My only cons would be it was a very long movie. Me, being a gore-loving person, actually would have loved to see Josh and Mark get killed. I would love to see Mark getting skinned per Skin the Fool. Uh, but at the same time, didn't mind the off-screen kills. It was added to this suspense, so maybe not a con. I don't know. There's no bad acting whatsoever or parts where I was actually bored with. Okay, letterboxed. <laughs> I wrote it down how I would say it. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just, I had that bit in my head, so I was just like, I was just waiting for you to finish. <laughs> I was like, okay, Miss Descriptive. <laughs> I over here just had like a couple things and you fucking hadn't full-on detail notes for once. Okay, well, asshole, I mean, show, show me up, why don't well, you? Well, fuck you. Make it more fucking you. descriptive. I, t- I tell you to write notes. Look at you coming prepared, piece of well, shit. Well, you know what? You tell me to write notes, I'm gonna fucking write yeah, notes, you fuck asshole. you, asshole. <laughs> My notes, you know what? I'm stepping it up, you guys, all right? I, I appreciate it. Uh, do you want to get into you. some facts for this movie? I think I might have... I, uh, I have no facts written for this down. You that's all right. I got, a, I got a bunch down. So Simon's fate is based on a Viking ritualized execution mes- method called a uh, blood eagle, in which victims were placed in a prone position, their ribs severed from the spine with a sharp tool, and their lungs pulled through the opening to create a pair of quote-unquote wings. The victim would supposedly be alive and conscious through the process and not die until sometime after, likely from blood, lo- blood loss. Um, as such, when Christian finds him, Simon is still breathing, though barely. If at all conscious, um, he was a part of the sacrifice, and he does die sometime between Christian finding him and the final ritual. Yeah, because you, you hear his like last few breaths during the yes. scene. And it can even be argued that he died while Christian was there, since he uh, only breathes once or twice during the scene. Yeah. Simon being alive and breathing when Christian finds him, however, is a highly improbable due to the fact that um, lungs require the diaphragm to expand and mm-hmm. breathe in air. Yeah. So, another one, uh, when Christian is waiting to speak with uh, Siv in her house, he studies a piece of wallpaper with the image of a burning bear on it, foreshadowing his eventual demise during the ritual at the end where he is placed in the fucking big old bear bitch. There is so much foreshadowing in this film. Oh, there, it's crazy. A ton. Um, throughout the film, Danny hallucinates the plant life interacting with her and growing into her. And I think I spoke about this a little bit earlier, but this foreshadows her eventual decision to join the community at the end of the film. Yeah. Additionally, her interaction slash growth with plants gets more pronounced as the film progresses. And notable examples include the tuft of grass growing through her hand, the grass consuming her feet, the vines on her throne reacting to the movement of her arms, the flowers in her crown quote-unquote breathing in sync with her and the dress and crown made entirely of flowers in the final scene signaling her complete engulfment by the community mm-hmm. um after the coerced coitus scene <laughs> christian was supposed to run away in the robe we talked about that actually yeah. so i'm gonna skip that um well, i'm gonna skip some of it so pretty much the whole thing was that Rainer himself suggested that he run out completely nude in order to complete to appear more vulnerable and thus appears fully nude in this scene. Mm-hmm. He was inspired by having recently watched uh, The Last House on the Left from 1972, wow. in which, like many films of the horror genre, female characters are made nude, humiliated, assaulted, etc. before their demise, and he felt that it was due time that male characters be made to suffer after similar indignation. 
which mm-hmm. I, I think that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and it's, it's he, really he made a good fucking, fucking cool. decision. I'm he glad really he did, did that. Yeah. Um, the last one that I have right now is while Christian is being prepared to be sacrificed, the village put him in the bear suit similar to the one worn by Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man from 2006. Boo. Oddly enough, <laughs> Cage's movie is a remake of The Wicker Man 1973. It is considered the bias for many movies about pig and cults with human sacrifices, mm. including this movie. I really want to see the original. Um, I've tried to watch The Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage many times, and I uh, can't get into it. He's a different breed. He is a different breed. What do you rate this movie, Bray? What do I rate this movie? Okay, so when I first watched it in theaters, um, I went and I rated it on Letterboxd after my second watch. I rated it three and a half. Now, I I would rate this movie four and a half stars. Okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I'm going to give this five stars. I have no... I really don't have any complaints about it. It's a long movie, and usually I would be pissed about that. That's but really my only complaint, is that it's it's very long. I don't mind. I want to watch the fucking director's cut and... I would love to. See it longer. I, yeah. Uh, I was going to look up my fucking letterboxed thing, but... I, you know, I, it doesn't matter. I remember. I'm pretty sure... Sh- I rated it either four and a half or five stars. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I rated it five stars. It's a, it's a great fucking movie, and it definitely deserves a few watches. Just so you can really, like, appreciate the visuals and and stuff that you didn't catch before in your first watch will definitely catch the second or third time. Guess the IMDb rating. Mm. Seven. Roland says seven. It's out of ten? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go nine. Seven point two. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Uh, 62. Do what now? It's out of 100. What did I say right now? 86? Yeah, that's what you're saying, 86? What did I say right now? I don't know. What'd you I say? forgot. God, I'll give me something. <laughs> uh, 82. Bree is closer, 83. Oh, wow. Audience score, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, 72 is Rollins. Audience, I'm going to go 76. 63. Wow. Yeah, I was actually pretty surprised by that, because on a lot... It's weird, though. It, it's Rotten Tomatoes, so fuck Rotten Tomatoes. But I really there's, there's I a, don't go off of Rotten Tomatoes I actually whatsoever. see this getting, like, four stars most places. Like, it gets yeah, a pretty I'm, high rating. I give it a 3.5. Roland gives us a 3.5? Oh, well, you're just an asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, my letterbox. Uh, I, I respect it, so. My letterbox was five stars, but that's pretty much everything I have to say about this. Do you have anything else to say, Bray? Um, no, just if, if you watch this movie once and, you know, you don't really know how you feel about it, go ahead and give it a second or even a third watch. Like, yeah, watch it, it is a long movie, so, like, watch it on your days off of work. So... I promise you it's I not mean, Hereditary, because I watched Hereditary three times, hated it every time. I mean, I love Hereditary. Like, it, it, it will forever be the movie that, like, scares me really the most, but Hereditary and Midsummer are... You can't compare the two. It's it's two totally different fucking movies, and you can see the the comparisons between because it's the same director. So like you can see the comparisons, like how he shows the grief and the mental illness, really. But like it's it's not the same movie whatsoever. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I agree with it. Um, so guys, thank you for listening to our episode on Midsummer. You, you guys have been requesting this for fucking ever. So leave me alone now for a while. Just like. <laughs> Don't just for at least for a few weeks. Just don't leave, talk just, to Caleb, yeah, just, you guys. Just leave me the fuck alone for a little while. <laughs> just stop messaging me about what you want me to do. I fucking did it. Just, just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do whatever I want now. Birdemic. <laughs> Birdemic next Bird-demic week, guys. Birdemic. Uh, we're going off the fucking rails and doing Birdemic. No, guys. We I, need to I'm get just, back to horse and I, roots here. Yeah, guys. I'm just telling you right now. 
we went on a little uh, good movie binge. You guys, we liked need to it go a back bit. to bad movies. A we, little bit. It's been what, like twenty episodes and in a row? Good what? movies. I'm fucking sick of this. I I'm have so tired realized. Of this. I have realized that throughout the um, 31 Days Challenge, I liked the you shitty movies more. The bad movies, right? I'm so tired of watching I these miss- good movies because I can't shit on them as much, dude. Like I can't shit on these good fucking movies. Like I miss. Shitty gone Dude, fucking movies. I'm so like, tired, and of, I miss feeling very strongly I'm about really like, fucking, fucking hating movies. Like, I'm really fucking tired of getting to the end of these episodes and being like, "Oh yeah, five stars, no problems." Like, no, I want to be like, "No, zero stars. Fuck you. Fuck the director. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> this actor was a piece of shit. Roland's a piece of shit." No, like, but even fuck, still, God, like with the shitty movies, you were like ten out of ten. I loved. Oh, you're right. Movie. I'm still gonna give him ten out of ten. But yeah. You know what? You know what I watched last night. My fucking buddy, my fucking buddy, Brandon Nova, piece of fucking shit. He's a fucking hack. I met that guy. Oh, my fucking God, asshole. He told me to watch Shark Exorcist. He <laughs> told me it was a good time. I was hoping I was going to watch a quality movie about a shark exorcist. Dude, that shark's barely on the fucking screen. Fuck you, Brandon. You're such an asshole. You wasted an hour of my time for a shark exorcist movie, which would have been fine. That would have been fine. Yeah, who are you rooting for? It was dog shit. No, you're rooting for the shark exorcist or the shark the shark demon. I wanted him to I want him to be exorcised. I wanted him to attack, but he didn't and it was fucking bullshit. Fuck you, Brandon, asshole. There was a couple good scenes, but the rest of that movie fucking sucked. Um yeah. Anyway, that's how I feel. Um, if you want to email us, you can email us at horsesoup at yahoo.com. If you want to find us on Letterboxd, I'm at horsesoup, Caleb. Uh, Brie is at horsesoup, Brie. If you want to find us on Instagram, I, we are at horsesoup podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter, I am at horsesoup sucks. Brie is at baked potato. That's baked potato, but with a V. If you want to donate to us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash horsesoup. If you want to rate us on iTunes, rate us five stars, give us a review, send us an email, tell us what your name is, and I will send you a sticker. Um, I would like to thank Astro Black slash Negro Sami. You can find him on anything. Thing. He is doing rap shit, fucking instrumental shit. It's really fucking cool. He does our music. He's awesome. Uh, his Instagram is VSTRXX. Um, I would like to plug Floor Popcorn. That is uh, the podcast that I do with this asshole sitting next to me named Roland that keeps Boo. fucking, yeah, fucking... T- Total hacks. It's a great time, guys, honestly. Total listen. fucking hacks. Uh, we're doing... What are we doing right now? We're doing Joker tonight, so... Uh, Actually, when this episode comes out, Joker will already be out, and I think mm-hmm. we're doing uh, Mac and Me next week, so if you guys want to listen to us, it's it's a debate podcast, it's a rough debate podcast, so... Uh, it is it, it is a rough debate. Yeah, perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Huh? Excuse me, Roland? So we found a snake. We found a snake. We yeah, did find yeah, a snake. We did find a snake. Okay, what was she so- doing? Hanging out. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to listen to that, we are on iTunes now. Uh, I'll work on getting it on like Google Play and everything else now, but we just find it took like fucking ten fucking days, but we got approved for iTunes, uh, so we're there now. If you want to find us, we're on iTunes and Spotify, uh, YouTube, and then our feed. Uh, and yeah, I would like to thank our listeners. Thank you for telling me to do this movie ten fucking times. But honestly, I actually thank you for telling me to do this movie because I probably wouldn't have watched it if you guys didn't bug me so much. It's it's weird because like my first thoughts about this movie, I was like whatever about it, but I told Caleb like you need to fucking see this movie because like I really wanted to know what he had to say about it. Oh, because I hated Hereditary. Yeah, you hated Just Hereditary. Still like, do. Like yeah, but it's not like, hated. It's a it's a it's an ongoing hate. <laughs> <laughs> but you respect it. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you just said you respected it in Ack. the episode. So bye guys. Bye.